My name is James Rowlands. In 2015, I teamed up with my friend Dan White to create the Dubbing Our podcast. Since then, we have been giving you everything that's happened on the WWE Network. Now, in 2018, not only are we live for the big four events and every NXT takeover, but we celebrate 20 years since the birth of the Attitude Era. Plus, every month we'll bring you 205 Live, collections, new content, W pay-per-views and latest news on the WWE Network. Until we've watched everything, we are with you and we are the WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by... Dan White. And today it's a WNR 168, it's WWE Extreme Rules. And let's start off with the alternate intro. It's the unbridled passion and the fearlessness to go into something with reckless abandon that allows you to create something from nothing. That allows you to innovate. That allows you to take things truly extreme. And that was from Paul Heyman, of course, my client. No, I won't do that. So then we move on to kickoff. And on the kickoff panel, we had Renee Young, Sam Rosenberg, Booker T and David Utunga. And Finn Balor joined the kickoff. He doesn't fear Baron Corbin. He's not even worried about Stephanie. We've got Charlie Caruso backstage wanting to take messages for Shinzuki fucking Nakamura. And unfortunately, Nakamura can't hear the kickoff panel or any of the questions at all. I guess he can't even understand English. Then we see, of course, Dolph Ziggler, the Incarnate Champion, backstage with Drew McIntyre. And these two men are just so confident. And they're trying to remember who defeated Rollins this past week on Raw. Oh, it was Drew McIntyre, wasn't it? Yeah, of course. Ronda Rousey will be here tonight in the crowd because she has bought a ticket for the women's title match. Well, she just bought a ticket for that match, or has she got a ticket for Extreme Rules? She's bought a ticket for tonight's event, but I think she's concentrating more on the women's title match. Not Oscar Carmella, but Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. So, what better way to kick off then? We kick off, and our first kickoff match is CN Free Eleven, bro. Oh God, I let you do the instructions, bro. Well, it is CN the Free Eleven boy, your former NXT. Heavyweight champion of the world, Andrade Omas. <laughs> yes, and he's going to be in action against Sin Cara. And of course, we do predictions. Dad, do you want to just explain the prediction league quickly whilst we're not our predictions? Well, James, we have three leagues. We have the WWE pay-per-views, we have the NXT pay-per-views, and we have the bonus league. Currently, I am winning. Well, do you want to know the score at the moment? Right at this moment in time, I've got it right in front of me. Dan is 4-3 up on pay-per-view points. And it's vital. We've got three league tables, like he says. LXT were equal. Two points all as well. So, I mean, it's going to be good. to Sin Cara with a hurricane runner taking CN down. He's going to go fly on the outside. And CN with a uh, suicide dive. But, oh, my God. CN moved out of the way. And Sin Cara hit nothing but Barry Cade. All right, so with predictions, James, it is you 
first. <laughs> so I don't want to give away my prediction. Uh, yeah, so it's me first. Thank you, Dan. I will tell you, I have gone for, in this one, CN. 3-11 boy needs a victory, doesn't he? Yes, well, I have gone for. Oh, snap! <laughs> CN to win for the 3-11 boy. CN, 3-11 is the way to be. It really is. So, James, uh, just quickly run through the keys to victory for the 3-11 boy. I think we're going to see what CN can do in this match. And look at Zelina Vega as well. They're both taunting together. Definitely in control of this one. CN's very, very dangerous man. Not many people know he started off in NXT uh, just as a kind of babyface, really. It didn't work out for him. And he was kind of on the losing end of most of his battles that he had, even when he turned heel. If it wasn't for Zelina Vega, and he brought kind of aggressive attitude to him, so much so that he actually became NXT champion. And Who did he beat for the NXT championship? I think he injured Drew McIntyre, if I remember. So uh, he beat Drew McIntyre. Yeah, an injured yeah. Drew McIntyre. Yeah, so he yeah, beat, beat Drew him, McIntyre. Yeah. I was saying, he did beat Drew McIntyre. And we know how great Drew McIntyre is. Of course, we'll see him later on. So does that mean the, the 311 boy is greater because he beat the great Drew McIntyre? No, because if you look at where they are at the moment, Drew McIntyre's friends with Ziggler, and CN's working on the... Uh, the kickoff. So, so Drew McIntyre is wrestling in a match, is he tonight? Oh, he's not wrestling in a no, match. No, no. Is, is CN wrestling in a match tonight? Look, Brock Lesnar's not wrestling, but we, you know, we still talk about this he's stuff. He's a cunt. And you know, uh, I think that's important that we we talk about with CN how dangerous he is, what he can do. Yeah, sure, he can do a lot of high flying, a lot of signature moves like that. But his aggressive nature, his back elbows, his strikes are probably one of the most dangerous things. Well, you know, we've just seen a replay of Cien going for a, a basically a bicycle kick, that getting blocked by Sin Cara, and he just spins around and cracks him in the face with an elbow. I mean, you know, that's utilising a move where you wouldn't have, you know, it would have been a defence otherwise. Yeah, without a doubt, and he's wearing Sin Cara down. Fans trying to get back into it. It's weird, usually we have two matches on a kickoff, and of course our second kickoff match will be a tables match, Santi versus New Day, as Cien runs into the turnbuckle. But he's still on attack. No, well, he was. And Sin Cara's striking back with some elbow shots, matching Cien shot for shot. And now he's slightly got the upper hand with a few chops. This is a feud that started a couple of months ago until Sin Cara's injury. And Sin Cara looking all right now. Corkscrew crossbody takes down Cien. Corkscrew moonsault takes down Cien again. Now, now trying to get the fans behind him. Cien throws. No, picks him up. Oh, my goodness Well, he's me. looking for an Alabama slam, but... Uh, Sin Cara just plants Cien gets a near fall as well but Cien managing to kick out uh, well explosive move there by Sin Cara looking to take it to the next level I mean if he can get a victory over Cien here at Extreme Rules then you got to say you know Sin Cara deserves an opportunity down the road Cien's a tough man but the light's too bright for him right now even with Zelina Vega shouting on I think this is a very entertaining match so far. It's not been bad, has it? Kick to the gut. Now CN, but oh, Sin Cara, kick to the face. I mean, we have been watching a lot of 1998 wrestling, so maybe a little bit of speed. But Sin Cara on the open, CN up. Sin Cara going to meet him. But CN's stopping it. Sin Cara drops down. And now CN up. Sin Cara manages to go under the legs. And oh my God. Throw CN. He falls back first onto the apron and then onto those mats. And how thin are those mats, Dan? Their mats are wafer thin, just mere millimetres thick over pure, hard, unadulterated concrete. But CM back on the apron now. Oh! 
Hurricane Rana's seeing to the outside. I'll be surprised if uh, neither man is injured at the end of this. Very dodgy looking. Uh, Sinkara throws him in. He's going to go up. Looking for that. Fog splash. I've said that fog splash. I've never seen it hit before. But Zelina Vega's up and stopping it. CM with a drop kick. Sinkara. Well, he's in the corner now, Dan. What's next? You 3-11, boy. Well, he's going to hit him with the running knee. Well, he hits Sinkara with a running knee. Now the hammerlock DDT plants him. One, two, three, eleven. Boy wins the match. I think you make an excellent point, though. I think if we, they tell us what his finisher is, because we've seen it in NXT, you name that, you name his signature, I think CN can go far, at like a more talented version of Alberto Del Rio, if you know what I mean by that. I, yeah. I think the success... Maybe, possibly, CN could have. Uh, what did you think of the match? I thought it was quite a quick pace. A very good way to start off the show. It's a, it's an improvement on some of the lacklustre kickoff matches we've seen of late. You know, it is a good way to get the fans into it as well. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the, the really quick pace of it. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was really, really good. Well, nice way to start. We're going to have Sanity versus the new Dana Table match. But thanks to the... Uh, Magnificence of editing. We'll take you to it right now. Oh, they're bringing pancakes for him and Xavier Woods. Big E. And of course, Kofi Kingston. Uh, quick question. Have the new day gone on for too long now? I, I think they are starting to have... Uh... Yeah. Well, I'll tell you something quite cool. We've just seen CN earlier from NXT. And now we see Sanity. who of course come up from NXT as well. It's good that they're getting them on the main roster. And I hear there's rumours they may be joined by another member very soon. Eight, uh, four years ago, next week. No. Honest to God, July 21st, 2014. So do you think New Day being together nearly four years is too long after the end of the road now? I think they have been together far too long. Yeah. Do, do you want to see a split with them or would you just go, I wouldn't mind New Day just being like, yeah, let's go our own way. Let's, we don't need to fight each other. We do our own thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, or do you actually want to see Biggie being like, I'm going to smash you two? <laughs> I'd like to see one of them get really pissed off with, you know, after they've been on a little losing streak. But, you know, and then they just kind of split up. But I'd like to, you know, there's always good to have an option of getting back together at some point when needs be. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be cool for Lanuda. I think we've seen with Woods now. We talked about it being the weak link and he's had some great matches. We know all about Kofi being involved in Money in the Bank. Of course, Big E recently. We're going to start this off. Of course, this is uh, six men, so it's going to be difficult to follow. And Alexander Wolf gets clotheslined over the top by Kofi. Eric Young in there with Xavier Woods. He gets Irish ripped over the top. Of course, Big Killian Dane with Big E on the outside. Now, keys to victory for Sanity. What does Sanity bring to the table? We talked about CN earlier. <clears throat> the tables match. Well, Sanity... I think they've got a, a very good mix. They are quite similar to New Day, you know. They've got the big guy, the powerhouse. They've got Alexander Wolf, and they've got, of course, Eric Young, who's who's a very good technician in the ring. The only thing that they're taking away from it, no Nicky Cross. Yeah. Well, you talk about veteran Eric Young and Wolf. They've, they've put on some wars, haven't they, in NXT that we've seen with table uh, to war games matches and stuff like this. And it's good that Eric Young finally getting a chance on the uh, main roster, you know. He's nearing 40 now, so it's nice that he will get a chance. And it helps young Alexander Wolf and 
course, Kenny and Dane. But before we get too far at all, what are your predictions, Dan? I've gone for Sanity to win. I have gone Sanity in this match. Sanity. I weren't sure what I'd say, Sanity. Yeah, they need a victory start them off. And they're looking dominant already. Eric Young elbow drop. And I think Sanity are a great group. And like with Nicky Cross there, it brings another dimension. But I think Killian Dane is one of those guys you really make a star out of him. And I think Alexander Wolf. let's not forget German Bornia, uh, I think he's got huge potential. He's kind of crazy, isn't he, what he does. I love the way he bumps around. And now they've got the tables. He has, but then you've got the likes of Francesca. So to equal out Francesca, you'll have a Nicky. That's true. And Nicky, you could just see a DDT in Francesca and then going crazy, biting the ropes, headbutting a table. Well, I'm surprised how easy Sanity have had it in this match so far, beating down Biggie. I mean, that is thanks to Killian Dane taking out Woods and Kofi earlier, but still surprised. But Biggie fighting back now on Alexander Wolf as we get a really annoying ad, even though it is for Oscar. I was just about to say, do you think this is actually fucking stupid? I, I think it is dumbass stupid. It's like you're watching the Extreme Rules kick-off and they're putting a promo on for Extreme Rules. It's like, well, like, fuck, was I going to stop watching after the fucking kick-off show? Yeah, why be watching that if you're not going to order it if you've got the network? That's what I don't get. And if you haven't ordered it, chances are you're probably not. I mean, I know there's last-minute things, but do it on other shows. Don't do it on the actual show that it is. Well, after Wolf and Young was taking out Big E... Uh, Woods and Kingston, they played uh, Wolf and Young to come towards them, low bridged them, and now they've just both done a plancha, taking out two members of Sanity. But I think they only dies in the back of their head because Killian Dane has just got in the ring and he's looking to go flying as he wipes out both kids. We might not have mentioned that about Killian Dane, that he can't fly. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, yeah. The big man can. And now Eric Young and Dane setting up the tables. Kofi in a precarious predicament. Thanks to Alexander Wolf placing him up there on that top turnbuckle. There's a table behind Kingston as well. There's two tables behind. Oh no, there's going to be a third table behind. Well, they're stacking tables up, but not the correct way. Oh, that could be very painful. It's going to really hurt if he hits it. But Kofi fighting back somehow. Well, Young and Dane are in to help him out. But Big E's there to save the day for his partner. Oh! Wow, so Niranagi with a backstabber combined. And now we got Spire, Young and Wolf. Well, superplex attempt, but again, Big E comes in to save the day. Situation. And they're going to powerbomb both Young and Wolf. But Kofi's still up there as well. Oh! Jesus Christ. That's uh, a triple tower of doom. And it turned into the foot stomp of doom there. Five men out and Kofi slapping the mat. Oh, now Big E sending Eric Young to the outside. Off of Woods, putting them on the table. Kofi's going up. But Killian Dane's coming. Just slams down Kofi. Biggie wasn't happy, but got clotheslined. Oh. Oh. Jesus Christ. Did he just drop his ass onto Biggie as well as spiking Woods? 
looking to take out Kofi, but Kofi dodges him and kicks him in the head. Trouble in paradise. That's what I meant. Well, Kofi sends Dane to the outside. Eric Young's laying prone on a table. Kingston's going to take him out. But, oh, Wolf looking to help him, but he gets sidestepped. Young ducks off the table. Wolf's got Woods. Uh, Wolf's got Kingston on his shoulder. Kingston manages to backslide. Now he's looking for a German off the apron through the table. But Wolf is holding on with dear life. Well, if he goes through, it's going to be trouble. And Alexander Wolf now staring at Kofi. He's biting him. He's biting Kofi as Eric Young struggles that top rope. Kofi's nearly going to fall. Oh! Jesus Christ. Well, Kofi's been taken out. Well, that is it. Eric Young puts Kofi through. Man through a table. And Sanity beat the New Day. But I think that was quite an enjoyable match. I would have seen a little bit longer there. I would have liked it if every member had been put through a table. That would have been good, yeah. You know, like the uh, the elimination table matches. Yeah. But with time permitting, yeah, you know, that was a thoroughly enjoyable match. And, yeah, you know. Yeah, not a bad way. Again, kickoff has been quite good, hasn't it? I suppose matches. Um, but afterwards, after that, we do get another point each. So it's two points all as we head into the main show. And here... Is the promo. Tonight, WWE superstars take it to the max. Tonight, they go extreme. Anything goes. There are no rules. It's extreme rules. Two massive egos, both men wanting to run the show. Team Hell No is back. How much do they have left for the prestigious Intercontinental Championship? Styles will defend the WWE title. It's gonna be a great You're looking at a savage on the cover. Bobby Lashley didn't just come back to be a member of the roster. He wants to be at the top of the mountain. I'm the man around here. I'm the big dog who runs this yard. On the cover. It's gonna be Con Mellon defending a SmackDown Women's Championship against would now be suspended above the ring in a shark cage. You reek of fear. I ain't going to draw him in here because you keep running from him. He's running away. Kevin Owens is running out of the arena. Where'd Kevin Owens go? The two of you will be in a steel cage. No, no, no. I shocked the entire world when I cashed in. So from this moment on, it's just about me. This needs to end. With Ronda Rousey sitting ringside, it will. Looking at a savage on the cover. The WWE Universe is about to get extreme. Oh my God! Look out! Anything goes. It's a big fight field. He's been like destroying them. There will be chaos, I assure you. WWE history will be made tonight, James. Yes, it always will at a pay-per-view event. We are in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Dan, what do you think of the opening promo tonight? Oh, wonderful! Wait, 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 wait. The, the, the Raw Tag Team 
But before that, it's just highlighting the matches that are tonight, really. There's nothing special about it. Yeah, you think they're getting baked too basic? Like you said, there was nothing really anything special. Do you think they should try something a little bit different? I used to love the kind of old-style promos that they did, or when they used something else to kind of promote it. Now it's just like, yeah, here are the matches, this is what it is. It does feel more like kind of athletic contest, if you will, rather than being a story. Well, I prefer, you know, some of the old-school ones, you know, where they actually told a story during the opening promo. But I think the interesting thing, and I think what WWE are doing more of now than anything, is it's about the WWE product. It's not about any wrestler. No one wrestler is a star. You could argue Roman Reigns is the guy, but no one sells wrestling anymore, unlike the WWE. It's a WWE brand. You buy the tickets. We buy, we buy tickets in November for an April show. We have no, we know nothing about who's going to be there because it's WWE. People go to WrestleMania, I think, because of that. We get a pay-per-view where there is no main event. We're guessing it's going to be Lashley versus Roman Reigns tonight. Of course, because there's no stipulation in it. There's not really much of a personal feud, and there's no title on the line. So why wouldn't it be the main event? Exactly. So, and you know, there's been an argument. There's not been that many uh, kind of extreme rule-type matches here tonight as well. And there's not that one match. It's about all of them. But the Deleter of Wells are coming out here, and, of course, they're facing the B team. So, Dan, what have you thought of the build-up? to this match and the and or promo to it as well. I've thoroughly enjoyed the B team and you know they've tried to make a name for themselves after being known as basically the Miztourage. I think it's interesting you know it's, it's sad to say but they've won a tag team battle royal to get this far and yeah they, you know they've certainly been really over with the fans and even though everyone's deleting I, you know this Matt Hardy thing's kind of fallen on its face. It's not working as well as I would hope, but I still think they're, you know, not to worry predictions are going to get a job done. Who can forget the B team forming when we were there watching it on Raw? You know, you talk about historic events. We saw the formation of the B team. And if tonight they can do the impossible and become ta- tag team champions, then it's going to be a, the biggest Cinderella story going. Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel, two guys who have been around for, people think, oh, I don't know how long, almost a decade, both of them, working through. And tonight, getting a match on the card, I, I really like the gimmick, you know, I think it's really, really fun. But prediction-wise, so prediction-wise, though, because I'm such a big fan of the B team, I, of course, have gone, ooh, lost my prediction. The Deleter of Worlds. I was reading through the rest of them as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, James. Well, you know, I hate to disagree with you. And, you know, I think the the B team, they're on such a push. They've built up such good hype. Oh, Ronda Rousey's got to... Rousey is there with her husband. And she's ready for the action tonight. She's there just a fan. Don't forget, she's under suspension. So so you've gone something different. Who have you gone for? Well, James, as I said, I hate to... Disagree. I hate to disagree with you, but I do love it as well. The deleter of worlds, of oh, course. Oh, wow. Uh, you nearly had me then. Two former heavyweight champions. Well, one ECW heavyweight champion. Does that count? Not really. Well, Bo Dallas has been an NXT champion, and I believe in him. Brother but against brother. I know. Isn't that great? That Wouldn't happens. that be mad if Bo Dallas teamed up with Jeff Hardy? <laughs> that will, yeah, that would. We are going to see Jeff Hardy here later against Nakamura. I mean, what match are you most looking forward to 
in the card tonight. Forward to the Dolph Ziggler Seth Rollins match. Yeah, because both these guys are very good athletes. Also, don't get me wrong. I I, I would like to see what happens in the uh, Nakamura Jeff Hardy match as well. Yeah. And see how that ends. Well, I'd like to see a big stunt in the uh, Owens versus Strowman match. I'm worried about what Owens put himself through after we saw what happened at Money in the Bank. But so far in this one, the B team are kind of been on the roll. Keys to victory, Dan. What do the B team have to do if they want to upset the odds here? It's me. Motherfucker. James, <laughs> so what do the B team need to do if they're going to upset the odds here tonight? It's, it's going to be almost impossible, but wait a minute. I have to interrupt myself. We're going to see Bray versus Bo. We've been waiting for this since Rick versus Scott. <laughs> and I wonder now if this is going to happen. Have they actually mentioned the fact that they haven't had have it on TV? This should be good. But Bo doesn't want any of it. Is that a telling sign? Axel. And now he's smirking. No, James. He hasn't got a cigarette in his gob. He's just got a smile on his face. Because he's trying to win the mind games against his big brother. Big brother, brother yeah. Brother. Uh, well, I think the thing with Bo is, yeah, if he can play mind games, people might not know that is his brother and Bray wants him. And Bo can get in his head and no one's ever played mind games with Bray Wyatt properly before. And maybe someone's got an upper hand on that, you know? Blood is thicker than water. Yes, indeed. Maybe Curtis Axel could be in for a shock. We might well, be going to get beaten up by his dad, is he? Well, no, cut the mumps. <laughs> <laughs> cut the mumps too soon. Cut the mumps time. We might see Matt and Axel versus Bray and Bo. <laughs> Who knows what could happen in the WWE? I never thought Axel and Bo Dallas would get given a chance like they are now. Stumbling well, they're hole. currently, yeah, they're currently teaching the deleter of worlds a lesson or two. I think this will soon change. Oh, but you know, one might argue if they was such a biz, big Miz fan, is that the B team, you know, they can take what they've learned from the Miz and put it to good use against. The deleted. Yeah, that's the... You have no faith in Miz as a mentor because he's a tit. Well, no, they've taken a lot from the Miz, haven't they? Like you said, and probably where they got themselves this point in the card is thanks to the Miz. So, if if anything was to happen, they should definitely dedicate it to the awesome one. Matt Hardy's in now, and he's deleting Curtis Axel as we speak. Heads against the turnbuckle. Now the clothesline's in the corner. Axel like pushes off Matt Hardy, and Matt gets a boot up. Hardy going up top. Oh, oh. Looking for that elbow. Hits its mark. One, two. Oh, Baxel managing to kick out. Oh. Now Matt enjoying it, and he's going to look to put Curtis Axel away. Delete, delete, delete. Well, it was only last week we was watching in action, getting completely obliterated by <laughs> Goldberg. He's doing a lot better than his father was. Who would have thought, yeah, his son... Would be here now with a chance to tag team titles. 20 years later. 20 years later. It's credible. And we've got brother versus brother as well. So, you know, all of these have got family connections in the WWE. Yeah. You know, you've got a brother, you've got a father, you've got a father, and you've got a brother and a father. <laughs> when you say like that, yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Good, at least someone does, because I, <laughs> I lost track of where I was going. Uh. But Bo Dallas is uh, working over Matthew Hardy. And Hardy, though, gets his shoulder up at one. So one. You, think, you think the Woken characters and the Deleted World has gone off piste a little bit? I don't think it's quite lived up to its potential. It's, don't get me wrong, Matt is certainly a lot more entertaining now 
But I think there's, you know, we're missing what I would have expected from what I've seen from the TNA footage because, you know, I've seen a few of the uh, the Hardy compound matches at least. And, you know, they seemed a lot better when they was in TNA and his actions seemed a lot better as well. Mm. Well, Axel might have this here, DDT on Matt, but Matt managing to kick out. Oh. I think you're exactly on point there. And, of course, with Matt and Jeff being on different shows, I don't think Bray kind of, you know, fits into this deleter of worlds thing you know i think if it was brother nero and broken matthew i think this that would be a yeah. lot better pairing well i think the wwe's problem and you know people might argue they never push what's not their creation uh oh, what yeah. what i mean by that is like that's why war games only get used in nxt now as opposed to being used 20 years ago even though it's a good gimmick because it, it was Dusty Rose's idea. Same with a lot of other matches. A lot of superstars. Goldberg was not handled the way he was in WWE, where it was wrong or right, as he was in WWE. Sting found that out to be wrong at WrestleMania. Matt Hardy hits a side effect, and now he tags in Bray Wyatt. Bray gets it in. He's on fire, baby. Bo's tagged in the other side. He's brother versus brother. Brother. Oh, brother. Oh, and Bo gets splashed in the corner. Sister Abigail, or brother Bo... Oh, Kurt, acts, Kurt, I'm friends with him, gets chucked outside by Bray. Bo goes for it, but there you go by Bray Wyatt. Hiranagi spiking Bo. And of course, let's not forget, we've got Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Jonathan Coachman on commentary. Bray's going to go for it. Matt gets a tag in. We've seen this before, but Axel in. Bray getting distracted. Bo throws Matt into Bray. And now Bo picks him up. Suplex, one, two, three! <laughs> oh my god! Whoa, I was not expecting that! I don't think Bo Dallas was! Holy shit! Oh my god! And the B team <laughs> are the tag team champions of Raw. Wow! Oh, he said, be proud of the heritage they come from, but they're great in their own future now. Axel Bow, tag champions. I can't believe it. Well, James, you'd better believe it. I, I really can't. No, I can't, Michael. Just sit down. Okay, it's Axel. A Bow Dallas tag team champions. That doesn't sound right. They're this year's Heath Slater and Rhino. I just hope. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I just hope Bow doesn't get that wide. My word. Bo does look like a narrow rhino. He does a little bit, doesn't he? Yeah. And cut off his slate his ginger hair. No, no. Seriously, that's unbelievable. Uh, Dan, what did you think of the match? I thought it was an entertaining match. It was it was getting good. I'd like to see it again with perhaps a bit more time as well. Because, you know, I think it was over a bit quickly. We didn't get much of a build-up. We didn't get the good hot tags that I like to see during a tag match. You know, it was, it was kind of basically bang. Caught us off guard. Yeah. Big team and new tag really team champs, so I did like the surprise. I think even the crowd didn't realise and now they're getting interviewed by Charlie Caruso. And that's saying, how do you think we feel? It's unbelievable. Tag team champs of the world. The B team stands the best. And now a huge B team chant. And don't forget, it all started in London. You're tag team champions of the world. And after that, we don't get a point. But the smile on my face is a good enough score for me. So that's two all as we head into our fourth match. 
And um, I know the pay-per-view is only new, but again, I, I'm, I'm liking it at the moment. Let's see how long it lasts. Oh, Renee Young's backstage with Kurt Angle. So is that music to your ears? Angle saying he's going to strip him of his title. Well, he's either... Or tell Angle when his next defence will be. <laughs> or he's going to get the title stripped. So... It is, you know, but then he's going to say, well, well I'll fight it in WrestleMania. Oh, no. Oh, you could do, couldn't he? Yeah. But I think it's ridiculous that he hasn't got the 30-day clause in there as well. And it's when it suits Brock. Yeah. I don't think he's a creditable champion. They've made him surpass Punk's reign. He doesn't deserve it because he's defended the fucking title six fucking times. And I'm not going to talk about it anymore. So I'm just going to get worked up and pissed off. It's Finn Balor, everybody. He's coming out here. And he is happy. And the crowd are happy. Mike, what happened to Finn Balor's push? Does anybody remember that? I'm not talking about like Adam Rose's bunny. I'm talking about when Balor was meant to be the next man. I'm not saying he's not a man. Don't get me wrong, Mark Tardis. But he's out here now. And, and what is next for Balor? You know, like feuding with Constable Corbin. It's not been a great program, has it? You know, leading up to it. Saying that, what happened to Corbin's push? Well, <laughs> Corbin fucking lost money. Not only did he lose the scene of it, I think SummerSlam, losing, to Corbin, uh, losing the money in the bank as well. It's just like you say, Corbin, I predicted, always going to be the next WWE champion. Now I don't know. And with Finn Balor... I hate to say it, but I think exactly the same. I don't know the next time he's going to get an opportunity at a world title. Am I wrong, Dan? Has Balor got it in him? I I think he's... I, I don't know. I currently like him not thrust into the limelight. You know, I would like to see him in the limelight, but, you know, in a way... I'm glad he's not because people will get bored and pissed off with him. Yeah, that's true. If he's just gently ticking along and then it's like, bang, Balor. You know, I'd like that. And then, you know, he has a, f- a few-month reign with a title, gets beaten. You know, drifts back down to the mid-card, comes back, bang. You know, someone like that, they won't get pissed off. They won't be like, oh, Finn Balor's had chance after chance after chance after chance. And, you know, it's... It's a good way of booking him without people yeah. getting pissed off of him. Yeah, no, I think that's brilliant when it comes to Finn Balor. Now, I'm going to talk about Corbin for a second here because anybody saw Breaking Ground back on the W Network with Corbin, the way he talked, when he was just sit down with the interviewer, talked about his life, talked about how tough it was, talked about standing up to the challenges. That's a man who could have challenged Brock Lesnar back then. And now they've kind of turned him into Constable Corbin. I don't care if it's going to be a push. The haircut, he's, for me, Corbin's too bland. There's no personality coming out of him. And, you know, for, I, I need a little bit of saying, he, and he doesn't, re- he wrestles as a big man, but he sells too much, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. he will sell to Balor too much in this. And if you want to be a true giant, you've, you've got to kind of stop that in a way. Well, what do you think of cunt stubble Corbin? I, I really don't like the character. I, the kind of, the lone wolf is his nickname, and now he's part of the like corporation. <laughs> like, how does that work out? How does the lone wolf now become part of Stephanie and, and likes to be influenced in that way? For me, him coming out like this, is it's like corporate Kane. And that's what they've done, basically. They've just switched it around to him. And how scary was corporate Kane, Dan? How successful? Unscary. How successful? He, w- he was terrible. He was just used as a lackey. Um... You know, again, it's 
It is really silly, to be honest. It is awful. And now Jojo has been told that she has to say personally appointed, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Prediction-wise, Dan, who is it? Me. Who have you gone for in this match? Well, I think with the corporation in his corner and, you know, this new character unveiling, of course, it is going to be the man who eliminated Braun Strowman. No, it's not. It's going to be Finn Balor. <laughs> yeah, well, for a second there. Um, when we were doing predictions, I did ask you, I said, oh, who should I go for in this one? You didn't tell me who to go for. So then I just, I thought, let me think like everybody else apart from me. Because I would have gone Corbin, New Hill character, would have made perfect sense to have a victory, look dominant over Balor. But that's why I've gone in this match. Tap of the morning You just you. know he's going to get it. If it's not for Makuda de Gras, it'll just be kind of cheeky win or something like that. Corbin is, we've seen this too many times. He's slow and we know this style of wrestling that he's going to do. He'll get cocky. He'll look at the crowd. He'll look at the, You know, like Bray Wyatt did all throughout his hill time as well. <laughs> He's already talking to the crowd. I'm not having to go at Corbin. I'm having to go at the people behind him. Make him out as something different. Don't just put him as a cookie cutter type guy. Don't well, you know, this is a man that we should be putting in the same category as Drew McIntyre, as Braun Strowman, as a monster hill, yes. as a monster yeah. big guy. And that's, you know, that's what he was billed as in NXT. Yeah, maybe we could yeah, completely forgot. You know, we, we talk about who's impressive, you know, someone like Lashley or Reigns, and Corbin's not even even close to that. I mean, this is not even a mid-card feud at this moment in time. You know, you're just arguing for arguing's sake. And I think that's the problem. There's no kind of real grudges. And extreme rules, sorry to go on, a singles match, you know? No, no, there's not like... Uh, a tie on a pole match because stimulation. There's no stipulation between these two. You know, they could have had a chairs match. I know it's not TLC, but they could have had some kind of stipulation thrown in there just for good measure, just to, you know, more building it up. They could have had, like, you know, someone attacking someone with a kendo stick or yeah. something silly like yeah. that. Or one arm tied behind your back or blindfold match. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Judy Bagwell on a pole match. Yeah. Or Judy Ballow on a pole uh, match. Judy Ballow. <laughs> or uh, Maria Corbin on a pole match. Do you know his mum's actually... No, I don't know. I oh, know she is. That's what I don't know. I just Googled it. <laughs> well, Corbin's got Ballow down. Ballow trying to use the fingers. Keys to victory, then. On this one. For yourself, Dan. What does Balor have to do if he wants to get back into this one at the minute? Well, Balor, I think he has to absorb the early onslaught from Baron Corbin because he is a big guy, but he's going to tire out early and quickly. He needs to keep his eyes in the back of the head for shenanigans because he's now part of Stephanie McMahon's bitch crew. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's, he's going to be a, a healy heel and he's going to try and take the shortcut and moan and whine. And, you know, he just needs to kind of be wise it's what he is, and I think Finn Balor is a very clever wrestler. Yeah, I, I think he is as well, but like we saw with Corbin then, catching him, we're running around the ring post to clothesline. Corbin can use his power if he wants to in this match, if he chooses to. Sometimes it might be too easy for him. Of course, you know, he's twice the size of Finn Balor, but we talk about Balor's heart and determination and the fighting spirit. The kind of forgotten man on Raw at the moment. This is definitely a battle win. Corbin's had too much control. Battle moved out of the way, Len. 
goes low on Corbin, looking to spring over the top, but gets caught of a big right hand from Corbin. It looks like Corbin's smirking. No, James hasn't got a cigarette in his glove. He's just got a smile on his face because he's underestimating the first ever Universal Champion, Finn Balor. Ah. I cannot believe that he's first Universal Champion. He's in Lesnar's held it on for how long? Just imagine Balor's reign. I know he hasn't got injured, but if he'd have given it to him again, do you think he'd have more than like 12 title defences? He'd have had more than that in a fucking week. <laughs> <coughs> Well, Corbin wearing down Balor at the moment. Well, Finn Balor held the title for a day. Yeah. Before he had to relinquish it. And he nearly, he had like... He had six title defence on the way to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Corbin's got the submission and the Balor. Balor's in trouble. And I mean, this cross-banded pay-per-views... Really build up the excitement. There is no need for this match on pay-per-view. Don't get me wrong. I do like Finn Balor. But there is no need for this on pay-per-view. This should have been on the kickoff. And give us a fucking tables match instead. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's extreme rules, guys. Balor dodging Corbin. Comes out of a flying forearm. Trying to psych himself up and get back into this match. Corbin's in the corner. Balor goes to charge him. But Baron gets the knee up. Gets caught with a step up in Segurido, drops him to the mat, and this could be murder she wrote. Well, it looks like it's going to be all over. Balor going to go up for the coup de gras. No, Corbin catches him. Got him round the throat. Chucks him back in. Oh, the choke slam into a backbreaker. He's got the cover, but Balor somehow managing to kick out. Uh. Corbin can't believe it. Incredible hate in Spain. Oh, what you're telling me that Balor's pissed off because you're telling me that Corbin's pissed off because Balor managed to kick out Ah. of a move that wasn't his finisher. Well, exactly. And now, but to be fair to Corbin, he's following up on this with the big right hands. Let's let's hope he don't take the eye off the ball. Oh right, he managed to follow up with a big slam and another splash. Yep, and here comes Corbin again. Goes low, runs around the ring post. He's already hit this move once. Balor wise to it this time, though. Hits a swing blade. Balor going to send him back into the corner with that running drop kick. No, gets caught by Corbin. Oh. Tilt a well, slam. The deep six One, by Corbin. Two. Oh, but oh. he didn't cover him properly, did he? What is his no. problem? Balor managing to kick out. Oh. And now Corbin's going to throw a bit of a hissy fit, are you? That's what big guys do. They no. throw bitch fits. Well, Balor, it could be the end of days for him. Corbin seems happy about it. Yes, he's going to get in the referee's face for a minute. Taunt a couple of fans. There we go. Taking his time to pick up Balor. Now Corbin. Going to go for the powerbomb. And Balor... Rolls through. Standing coup de gras. I think Corbin took that terribly. I think Corbin's done not a lot in this match, to be fair. But Balor getting ready. Drop kick. Corbin goes shooting back into the corner. And now it could be time. Balor all the way up. Oh, but Corbin up. Crotches Balor on the top. Here we go. End of days for Corbin. No. Balor catches him. Rolls him up. One, two... Free oh. and he caught Baron Corbin napping. Baron's furious, but Finn Balor does get the victory there. Corbin can't believe it. And again, did we call it or did we call it? 
Uh, another guy just getting distracted, not putting away what he could. To be fair, he did go for the end of the days there, and Balor came up with a reversal. So that's a little bit different. Looked awkward at times, though. Corbin, like you say, he's not wrestling the kind of right style. Maybe the, the suit is stifling him a little bit. I just don't know what's happening there. Balor does get the victory. We both get points. We move three points all with four matches gone. And oh my god, what's going on in the back here? We cut to backstage and Team Hell No and the Bludgeon Brothers have started their match a bit early. You've got Luke Harper running Daniel Bryan into like a steel shattering. Well, Kane's legs caught between that door. Now the Bludgeon Brothers have started fighting. No, they're just psyching each other up. And they've both got that. Well, he's got the hammer. Oh my god. He's just smacked the door that Kane's leg was in the way of. I think he might have broken Kane's left knee. Well, that was serious damage, and Team Hell, no, they might be out of it. Tonight, they've got to face the Bludgeon Brothers. Can I change my prediction? <laughs> for the tag team titles, here comes Paige. Back down, general manager, checking in. This is, a, this is a, a serious injury. My God, and we see Tom or Todd Phillips, Byron Saxton and Corey Graves now doing a SmackDown commentary, in, and they are befuddled at why they would do that for, but maybe it's a master stroke. Blyla Bludgeon Brothers, but I want to see Team Hell No because they're on a the fucking poster, and that's what it's all about here. Um, like I say, not been a bad show so far, but up next, get a little bit serious now. The WWE Women's Championship and the most charismatic superstar in WWE, Oscar, challenges the women's champion, Carmella. Carmella! With James Ellsworth suspended in a shark cage. And we know Jericho. Was the sexy piñata. What does that make James Ellsworth? Chinless piñata. I'll work on it. But here we go. Let's have a look at the promo. The following contest scheduled for one fall is for the SmackDown Women's Championship. It's all about the title tonight for Oscar. Carmella's in a bad way right now. The championship is in danger. We're going to have a new champion. What, the, what is that? This is worth. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, a kick from Carmella. Let's go. Mella is money and James Ellsworth is back. I did the unthinkable. You're better than Oscar. Uh-oh. And the Empress is making a beeline towards the ring. Oh! <laughs> oh, and Carmella! Carmella escapes. Ellsworth paid dividends again place yourself for a battle of the sexes women might not be ready for oscar but i'm all man tonight the battle of the sexes ends oh and here comes oscar right out of the gate ellsworth is hightailing it out of here now oscar's finally tracked down ellsworth oh, oh and carmella of course genius James, you're not going to be able to run away at all next week because you and Oscar have yourself a lumberjack match. 
I know this must be tempting, but please, ladies, try to show some restraint tonight. Sexy stupid! You are not ready for Oscar! If an Oscar could take out Ellsworth tonight, the man might not be an issue cutting straight rules. The Oscar lock! Ellsworth taps out to Oscar! Oh, and now Carmella after the fact here. Ooh, and Oscar's not gonna stand for it. Oh, here's your preview for Sunday, Carmella. Oh, Oscar in the eyes. Oh, Carmella. And James, make sure you don't interfere at Extreme Wolves. You are gonna be suspended above the ring in a shark cage. Bad news for James Ellsworth. What a harsh reality for Carmella. Well, James, as we well know, this actually started off when we was watching SmackDown, when we was ringside, well, ringside, Iowa side, and it was Paige announcing that during the Royal Melebration that it was going to be Oscar challenging Carmella, Carmella for the SmackDown Women's title. They had a match at Money in the Bank, which was interrupted by the returning James Ellsworth, who was there in an Oscar mask, a big coat, and distracted Oscar, allowing Carmella to get the win. Carmella, um, Oscar then faced James Ellsworth, who sprayed some mysterious liquid into Oscar's eyes. No, it wasn't that kind of liquid, James. Chill out. And... You know, this has kind of got the match to extreme rules where it's going to be Oscar, Carmella, Ellsworth in a shark's cage. Let's get it on. I mean, after being unsuccessful at WrestleMania, unsuccessful at Money in the Bank, surely... Don't call me Shirley. Tonight is the night for Oscar. And like you say, with Ellsworth out of the picture, Oscar got to be... The Empress of Tomorrow will be the new women's champion, I hope. So, James, without further ado, who have you gone for? Who? 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 I tell you, interesting. I, I look back at the old records, you know that? Where my... Because everybody knows how much I love Oscar and how many times I've picked her over certain times. And there's only ever been once before where I went against her, and that was back at NXT TakeOver... With Ember Moon, of course, Oscar was six full edge in NXT. I backed Oscar every time. So tonight, Dan, at Extreme Rules, the winner of this match will be Carmella. Well, James, I hate to agree with you. So I'm not going to. I think Oscar will finally overcome her demons because the woman that was undefeated for so long. The woman that was undefeated for long enough to have to relinquish the NXT women's title that carried her undefeated streak all the way to WrestleMania is not going to be beaten two pay-per-views in a row by Carmella. Carmella. So, of course, I am going for the Empress of Tomorrow, Oscar. Well, no one is ready for Oscar and tonight, Dan, I fucking hope you're right. I love Oscar. It pains me to go against her. But with the Shark Tank shenanigans, I don't know if I can trust Ellsworth and Carmella. I don't think they're going with Oscar now. I really think they're giving up. It's, it's, it pains me. 
And one of the reasons I dislike Ronda Rousey is because what a good thing Oscar was. And I'm not saying W were racist, far from it. But, I mean, Oscar since WrestleMania, man. Not only losing to Charlotte the way she did, but getting pinned by Carmella. The most dangerous, well, the ex-most dangerous woman in WWE. Of course, she's been overtaken now by Shania Baszler. But... Nikki Cross. Well, Nikki Cross is craziest. I've, I've got my little things for each one. Oscar's most charismatic at the moment. And you can't deny the entrance as she comes out here with a mask, the music, and, of course, the robe. It could be worse. I mean, Ember Moon had a lot of promise. Yeah. But to really appreciate the entrance, I think you have to be there live, don't you, Dan? You do. You have to be there live and ringside. And she has to come to your corner. Uh, Look at Oscar. She is ready. I I don't know what's next for Oscar. I've gone Carmella in this, but I really don't know what's next for her after this. She can't go for the title because... Even with shenanigans, that's the second time. It opens it up for someone like Charlotte or Becky Lynch at SummerSlam with Carmella. But with Oscar, I don't know. I don't want her to go on a losing streak. I don't want that idea. That would be stupid. You know, oh, she can't win now. Fucking hell, what's going to happen? I don't know what it is. I was going to say put it back in NXT, but how do you fix Oscar at the moment? Oh, you think Oscar's going to win a title. You think that's the way it's going to work. Then. <laughs> that's how you fix Oscar. <laughs> Oscar needs the victory. And Shun Yamaguchi and um, another guy. What's his Smackdown name? number one announcer, Funaki. Well, they won. We go on to the Ruskies. Hindi. Obad Kawani and Shez Sardur. And then Munchausen and Bring Fuckwood. Ray Rougeau. Fucking hell. French. Ah, bonjour. We are And John Bastard. World Cup winner. The Blues. Fucking knew they say that. They fucking want to woke up the bastard. Oh, hello. We're here for Oscar and Shinzoke fucking Nakamura. <laughs> you look rubbery tonight. Dicky Tiger. For Nucky's effort, Nakamura and Oscar. Shut up, you racist. <laughs> well, here comes the beautiful one and Carmella. I find it funny how Corey Graves is now getting behind Carmella when he was such a big fan of Oscar. I, I call dirty on him. But Carmella's definitely shown after the Money Bank run that she does belong. I think matches with Charlotte and Oscar has proven that. Will she get the job done tonight? I don't think she will without Ellsworth's help. Wow, so we go. They're going to make sure, security's going to make sure they've got Ellsworth in the cage. And I mean, Keith's making sure Ellsworth is secured in the cage first and foremost. I mean, it's what Oscar's making sure of. I think they need a few more security out there, though, to make sure he gets in there. Because you know what Ellsworth's like once he gets going. Slippery when wet, isn't he? Hurry up, get him in there, fuck's sake. So, yes, the women's title will be on the line here. Oscar versus Mella. As we get this match started. Come on, take him up there. Ellsworth doesn't look happy. Maybe scared of heights. Well, he will, but he can't. He is not happy. Oh, we got a cage cam. They're going to bang their head on him, aren't they? Well, he's about eight foot off the ground, would you say? I'd say he's at least 10 to 12 feet off the ground, yeah. <laughs> well, here we go. Carmella's taunting. You get this match under. And I've never wanted to Oscar to lose before. It's weird, but look at Oscar with the kicks. Look at the knees. And she knows she can get the job done early here. Snap, man, a kick to the back. 
This Oscar doesn't have to mess around anymore. Doesn't have to take her time. She's been down, but now she can show how dangerous she is. But Carmella, to her credit there, Oscar went for a slam. Carmella slammed her down, and now she's calling Ellsworth. Oh, for God's sake. Wow, well, she's got a chain. Oscar sees it, though. Well, Oscar doesn't need a chain to hurt you. The referee's saying, go on, put it down. She wasn't her. Oh, bang. Well, that hurts more than a chain would. Oh, nearly it, but Carmella managing to kick out. Ah. Well, Carmella's got to sustain this early onslaught from Oscar. Oh, she's trying to push her away. That's it, Carmella. Stay away. Kick to the midsection. Now jumps off the second rope. Kick to the back. <laughs> now Carmella crawling to the chain. The referee catches her. And now she's calling Ellsworth to throw St. Else down. I mean, what has he got in that bloody jacket? What has he thrown down? <laughs> oh, he's got that mysterious liquid spray. Oh, no. Oscar sees it coming and blocks it, knocks it out of her hand. Well, the back fist and now the combination. Mella's not going to stop that. Drop kick to the face. And now Oscar with a German. No, Carmella blocks it. Credit to her. Oh, lifts her up and then drops the knee to her face. Carmella's down looking for the butt bump. Hits her. One, two. <gasps> Mella managing to kick out. Ah. Oh. Well, we're nearly a second away there. From Oscar becoming women's champion. I'll tell you what, I'd rather have you the point and Oscar the title. And Oscar now going for the Oscar lock. No. Nope. Manages to drag her down. She's got the grapevine in. Oh. oh. Mella getting them long legs to the bottom rope. Harm's way, Mella. And now Ellsworth is fiddling around St. Else in a cage. Maybe he's got a key. He's trying to unlock it. Oscar can't see this. Going after Mella. Snap suplex on the outside onto them wafer thin mats. See Oscar selling it as well. I did that a little bit. Well, she's getting fired up now. She wants this title. She's been embarrassed far too much by Mella and the chinless one. And we see the aggression coming out of her there, throwing Mella against the barricade. And Ellsworth's out. Oh, he's got his leg caught though. Ellsworth's out, but he's stuck. <laughs> he's got nowhere to go, and Oscar. <laughs> Oh, dear. Ellsworth's upside down and Oscar going after Ellsworth now. Well, she does want to get too distracted by the chinless one. But he's just hanging there like a chinless piñata. And Oscar with the kicks, combinations, punches. Oh, running drop kick. Oh, the only problem with that, and you can see the harness that's keeping his leg up there. <laughs> oh, well. Still, let's not focus on that. Oscar now. What are they doing? Stopping the match? Well, yeah, they're bringing it down for Ellsworth. And Oscar's trying to get her breath back. Well, she does want to take her attention from Carmella for too long, though. I don't even I think Carmella's still down the outside. Oscar just wants to beat up Ellsworth. Oh, she throws the security out of the ring or the people trying to help Ellsworth. <laughs> well, throws one out, scares the other two out. She's just kicking away at Ellsworth now. Oscar is literally kicking Ellsworth's ass at this moment in time. Referee's uh, going to check. You can't blame her. She is frustrated. She's angry. Keep an eye on Mella, though. She's creeping back into the ring. Mella from behind. Oscar. Bang. Bounces Oscar face first off the cage. One, One two, two, three. That's how easy it is to beat Oscar now. Just throw her into a cage and it will beat her. I'm sorry, Oscar, but they are embarrassing you now. But clap, clap, clap for me because I knew they treat her terribly. And Carmella is still your women's champion. 
Um, I'm a bit upset by that. Like, Dan, what do you think of the match? You know, they've completely fucked Oscar in pretty much every sense of the word. <clears throat> I mean, you know, to have this amazing streak to go on and lose twice to Carmella, I mean, <laughs> I just, you just can't even, can you? No, you can't, can you? Shocking about what happened with Oscar. Carmella is still your women's champion, and this is all about the storyline with Ellsworth and Oscar now getting a little bit of retribution, beating up security guards. But no one cares anymore because she always loses a big one. Yeah. So it's not about how you respond. Now she wants Oscar. Well, she's got Ellsworth. Uh, now she wants Ellsworth. Slaps around the face. Game with a combination. Ellsworth hits a no chin music. Oh my god, he pins Oscar one, two. <laughs> nah, not that bad. Oscar beating up Ellsworth a little bit. Well, Carmella, I think, has gone. Oscar knocks out Ellsworth, but it's not finished with him. Oscar luck. And Oscar looks like a bit of a sore loser now as opposed to uh, getting a comeuppance against Ellsworth. Well, fantastic. Really, really happy about that. Well done to WWE Creative for fucking up one of the best things they've had in a long fucking while. I bet it's the same cunt that's responsible for giving Brock Lesnar such a long fucking title run. Big. Yeah. Well done. You've done yourself fucking proud. Well, that was a surprise. It does mean I do get the points. I go 4 3 up here. Extreme rules. Is your point really worth the fucking up of Oscar, though, James? It's not. It's really not. But I knew, deep down in my heart, I knew what WWE would do. I knew they'd fuck around with this. So, you know, I, I would love more. Talk about your heart rolling over your head. Sometimes you just got to go with what you know they're going to do. And that is disappointment. <laughs> it's like life for me, Dan, predictions. Just go with disappointment. It will never let you down. <laughs> JBL, Bruce Pritchard, and Eric Bischoff. Table for free after Raw. Oh, wow. That would be quite controversial. New table for free. I'll make sure I watch it. I want a new photo shoot. I feel sorry for those cunts that have to watch kickoff because they show exactly what happened in the match during the main show anyway. So it's kind of pointless. You even Yeah, but then, you know, turnabout is fair play because they put adverts on for the main show. That wasn't on kickoff. No, it wasn't on kickoff. That start the pay-per-view. Dicks. Well, they haven't got the graphic right, but like I said, the B-team have won... Carmella's retained, but we've still got quite a few championships on the line. We've still got three titles on the line. We are nearly halfway through. Why are they showing us what happened in Corbin versus Balor when that was fucking a couple of matches ago? Oh, here we go. It's Chifali. Now, this is going to be a good fucking match. Well, here we go. Something we look forward to. Both been struggling with injuries, as we documented. But the US title, Jeff Hardy... Versus Nakamura. So, James, what do you think of the promo for this match? Uh, fucking hell. Um, who was it again? Nakajev. It's been interesting because, like I say, it was going to happen in independent, on Independence Day. The open challenge Jeff Harley had was going to be against Nakamura. And we talked about his leg bite. That kind of stopped that. And now he's back in action here tonight. It, I think it's good because Nakamura's a different character. Jeff's a different character. I imagine chemistry together, if you know what I mean. It would be interesting seeing that match up. I know Jeff slowed down recently and Nakamura's strong style, but 
I'm just glad Nakamura's doing something else apart from AJ Styles. Even though I love AJ versus Nakamura, it's good to see him now. Next feud, next opponent, nice and fresh. Looking for a really kind of enjoyable match here to get this kind of started. Yeah, indeed, yes. Predictions, though, before Nakamura comes out, Dan, who have you gone for in this match? Well, we, we all know what Nakamura's like when being on the main show and coming up against a title challenger. He's just not going to stand up to it. I, I think, you know, this is going to be a very good hard-hitting match between these two guys. But I think Jeff Hardy's just going to kind of pull it out because he's been the more hotter property as of late. So, on that basis, I've gone for Nakamura. Nakamura, yeah. Well, I completely disagree with you. Uh, There's a surprise. (laughs) I think Nakamura needs a push afterwards. And that's why I've gone Jeff... No, I've gone Nakamura in this one. Uh, I had to. He needs a US title. He needs a victory. He needs to do it. And hopefully in this one, he can get the job done. It'd be interesting, like the Kinshasa versus the Swanton Bomb. The Enigma versus Shinzuki fucking Nakamura. And even though they've ruined the entrance, they can't dampen the man. Don't let him be an Oscar. Don't let him be unsuccessful. He's not won since fucking WrestleMania. Let him have one here tonight. United States title on the line. Nakamura. And we love Nakamura from his NXT days. And he's got a glint in his eye. He's come out, and even the look of both men is quite extraordinary as well, the characters. I'd like to see Jeff Hardy going against Demon Balor. That'd be mental, wouldn't or it? Or teaming up together. Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, Jeff's here, though, and if he's serious about it, it should be good. These two guys should have a very good match. Oh! That was <laughs> sly from Nakamura. Clever. It very, very sly. clever. Behind the referee's back, Naka knocker. Naka knocked the Hardy's knackers right behind the referee's back. Low blow. But it doesn't matter because the match hadn't even started, so it was legal. Well, and the other genius thing about it is Vince saying that Nakamura's been known for. But we know Jeff's toughness. We know he's going to try and fight this as well. I bet that's what Nakamura thought. And I don't know if Jeff's ready to get involved. Referee should give him all time. He's saying no, ring the bell. He's saying yes, he's ready. Ring the bell, man. Ring the bell, we go. King, King Shasha! Shasha! <laughs> One, two, three! We got a new US champion! And Nakamura's <laughs> finally got himself a title. <laughs> He's not going to be Oscar. He destroys Jeff Hardy. He destroys him. Nakamura, so impressive there. My God, there is not one man that can challenge Nakamura if Nakamura's like that at this moment in time. That is so clever. The low blow behind the referee's back, which is fine. Jeff gets to his feet and the Kinshasa. We both get a point for that. Let's say talk about the match. Um, whose match is it? Yes. Well, it was a low blow and a Kinshasa. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> it doesn't get any easier than that. No. Enough, enough said. Nakamura finally wins. A championship, and you, you. Oh, oh yeah! No. Well, Dan, I'll let you. Guess who's it. back, James? The apex predator. He's got Nakamura in his sights, and I guess the U.S. championship as well. 
I mean, these two guys, they was teamed up when Nakamura was a face. He's turned to the dark side. Randy Orton's not going to like that. He's clean-shaven, so, of course, he's going to be a face. And Nakamura on the announce table. Nakamura's not wise because he's backing away. Even though he's as fresh as a daisy, he's not stupid to get in a ring with Randy Orton. Oh, Randy Orton's back, former US champion. He's, he's a lot more than a former US champion, though, isn't he, James? Yeah, I'm talking about the basis right now, staring at Nakamura and looking on there. You remember Jeff Randy Orton full of title. Of well, course, Bobby Roode was involved as well, but I know I'm not talking about the glorious one. Who's Bobby Roode? Well, Bobby, he, did he used to be a wrestler on the main Your man Randy Orton's back now, right? And he's staring at Nakamura. I mean, this could be a great match. I mean, he's been away for ages, come straight back into the title picture. Rude's been around God nowhere and doing fuck all. I mean, well, he's got his sights set firmly on Nakamura. Or has he? Is he looking at Jeff? He's going to help Jeff. I mean, Randy Orton's a good guy. Well, you always say, clean shaven Randy, always a face. And then Randy Orton dropping Jeff down. What did your mate just do? He just stomped on Jeff Hardy's nuts. Boo, Randy Orton. Boo. Nakamura looking on. Was that a statement to Nakamura or a statement of what Orton's going to be about now? That's a statement to everyone. Uh, The US champion is not safe. No one is safe. With the Apex Predator back, I guess. I mean, very interesting times. Randy Orton's playing mind games with not only Jeff, not only Naka, but myself and yourself as well. I mean, you know, do you know what his intentions are? Because I don't. No, I'm I'm really not sure. But after that, it goes 5-4, and we're still a point in it as we move on to our next match. And so here we go. It's going to be a steel cage match. Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens. And I mean... Look... You have to do something about Braun Strowman. The monster in the bank, Braun Strowman, has flattened KO over and over. Strowman's done nothing but destroy Kevin for weeks. Strowman's dragging Owens to the top of the ladder. Oh, my God! Hey, last week, he, he flipped my rental car upside down. Hey, where's where's my keys? I need my keys. Give me my keys. I don't have any What do you mean, I don't have my keys? I hope you got insurance. Oh. <laughs> but you can't have somebody running around doing stuff like that. Just, you gotta do something. Please. You, know you just convinced me. There's only one way to settle it. You'll be facing Braun Strowman tonight. What could Strowman possibly have in store for Kevin Owens? Kevin Owens has shown up for this fight, yes. What kind of mental condition he's in is another story. Hey, KO just wants to regroup, get his mind right, refocus. Coach, he's running away. Kevin Owens is running out of the arena. The referee's in a count of seven. Kevin Owens has been counted out of this match. And Braun Strowman now in pursuit. Where'd Kevin Owens go? It's a porta potty. Where'd Kevin Owens go? Anybody in there? Yeah, go 
He's coming out here! Strowman's coming out here! Save it for this Sunday. What? I invited what? Braun in here because you keep running from him. So this Sunday, Extreme Rules, the two of you will be in a steel cage match. What? <laughs> Owens and Strowman in a steel cage and Extreme Rules. I told you. So, Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens. Dan, what have you thought of the build-up to this match? Well, Kevin Owens, he's been uh, hitting Strowman and running away. And, you know, he's been hiding in the background trying to alleviate the uh, the attack from Strowman, the inevitable attack from Strowman that's been built up since um, the Money in the Bank ladder match. Even though, you know, it did end up with Strowman throwing Owens off a ladder, but... You know, it started just before then when Owens was trying to get everyone to team up on Strowman. And so every possible opportunity, Mr. Monster in the Bank Strowman has just been kind of getting one over on Owens, flipping his car over, you know, and just Kevin Owens has just been managing to sat of his... Well, he's managing to keep away from getting these hands. I don't know why they're humiliating Owens so much, like the, the, the Porty Porty incident and stuff like that as well. It's just not been good for KO. I hope tonight he's going to be in safe hands, but it's the man with these hands that he's going to have to fight. There she get Owens going in the toilet. He's going to get them turds. <laughs> he is. Well, the Mr. Monster Money in the Bank. No. Mr. Monster. Mon- Monster Money in the Bank. No. Monster in the Bank is coming out here. And Braun Strowman's ready to get these hands on Kevin Owens. Prediction-wise, I think there's only one. I do. I to be fair to you, and you can admit to this. When they were writing predictions, I put my pick and said to you then, "Oh, Owens will probably be thrown out the fucking ring or something like that." And done. So if that happens, I want to get. I want to get a point. Can I get a point for that? I'll give you some recognition. Sorry. Okay. Unless you put Kevin Owens to win the match, then no. Uh, I haven't. I've gone for Braun Strowman to win the match, and I'll show you it here just to prove it. There's my Braun Strowman. Strowman. So who have you gone for in this one? Well, James, you know, like you, I was I was having a think, and Braun Strowman could possibly throw Owens over the top, so I've gone for Kevin Steen. No, I've gone for Braun Strowman. <laughs> You've gone for Braun Strowman. Uh, I think that's... Uh, I think that's. I mean, Strowman is next in line, surely. Don't call me Shirley, but with that money in the bank contract, I mean, you know, all it needs is for Lesnar to turn up and he could lose his title. 
And if the well, if Kurt Angle was right earlier, possibly we could have Brock Lesnar on Raw tomorrow night with Strowman in waiting, unless Owens puts a proper beating on him. <laughs> well, Indeed, o- yes. Well, I think you know the only way that Owens could hurt Braun Strowman is if. He injures his shoulder, throwing him out the uh, cage. Yeah, I think we've seen that before we, from Strowman, destroying cages with people. Uh, but with Owens, I mean, he's been destroyed. That bump at Money in the Bank, qu- quite an almighty fall, and I don't think he got enough credit for that. And I think Owens taking bumps. I th- for me, he's definitely main event level, Hill, but he's not getting treated at that at the moment. He's definitely kind of the scaredy cat to Braun Strowman. It's helping Braun out more than it is Owens. And I think Owens kind of better with the kind of prize fighter gimmick he used to be like. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think for me, that's where Owens works better. And we saw that with kind of feud with Shane McMahon as opposed to now. But at least he's on pay-per-views. Unfortunately, it's against Braun Strowman. But at least he's on pay-per-views. He's on pay-per-views. Keys to victory for Owens. Don't get in a cage. Uh, Pretty uh, much yeah. that, yeah. Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide once he gets well, in Well, I would say use your speed, but I think Strowman's faster. I yeah. would say use your strength, but Strowman's clearly stronger. Yeah, I would say use your intelligence. Where, where, you know, Kevin Owens has got intelligence, but, you know, how can you outwit someone who's a lot bigger than you, a lot faster than you, and a lot stronger than you in a cage where you can't escape and use shenanigans and foul play? Yeah, and I think you're right as well. Strowman is no dummy, is he? We've seen it before that he's definitely got a, a head on those massive shoulders. And he, he knows how to take his time. And he's going to hurt Kevin Owens tonight in this cage. I'm so, going to find you. I'm, I'm going to find you. You're going to hurt you. Come on, Owens. Get out quickly. Well, Owens looking to use his intelligence, try and climb out as quickly as he can. He gets thrown off of... Tries going out the other side. Uh, Owens throw back in. Now he's got nowhere to go. And the stroke come running in. But Owens boot up. And now he's going to try and escape. Owens thrown away, thrown around by Braun Strowman. And Braun saying, fight, Owens, fight. You're a coward. And, and, and Owens wants to fight on his own terms. Is that like that? an hour and 50 minutes left with three matches to go. Or four matches to go. No, we've got 12 matches, yeah. Four matches to go. And an hour and a half. No, two and a half hours. Yeah, five more matches. So yeah. we've gone through. We've got the women's. Yeah, yeah I know like, how many there is left. Oh, okay. But it's just like, you know, we've gone through half of the matches on the main card, yet there's like two-thirds of the time left. Yeah, there's only three, three these, all these undercard matches will be less than ten minutes. Yeah. And the three main event matches are like 20 minutes long. Oh. Well, obviously, the half-hour Ironman match is... Um, 25 minutes? 20, 26, not to 60 minutes. And now Owens has got Strowman down. By God, some miracle. Catch him in a cage. Got him in a corner. <coughs> Cannonball! And now it's impossible. Bullfrog splash <laughs> hits him. One. One. Oh. Ah. He uh, should have climbed out. Yeah, at least he tried, to be fair. And Owens, I can't believe that. And now, come on, out the cage door. Trying to crawl. He should be running. Yeah, nice and quietly. Way better catch it. Oh, my God. Strowman just leaps like a fish, catches Owens' ankle. Well, like Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish. <laughs> Drags him back. And now maybe Strowman will go out of the cage. He's going to close the door. Nope. He's just going to leave it. And Owen's begging off now. It's a bit too late to say sorry. Well, no, he's he's definitely trying. 
Well, goes to hit Owen, uh, goes to hit Strowman, but Strowman just gets angry, clubbing blow across the chest of Owens. Then he's wearing a T-shirt that says "Fight Anyone," yet he's bite. That's uh. To be fair, it is Braun Strowman. Maybe he's scared of heights, you know. Braun Strowman's over seven foot. Get thrown into the side of the cage there. <laughs> oh, throws him into the cage for a second time. And Strowman's got Owens again. Oh, bang. Again into the side of the steel. I think Owens needs a Sami Zayn by his side. Obviously, Sami Zayn's out injured at the moment, so he can't be. Okay, you can have someone underneath the ring. Jericho? So, someone helping him. He's in the... He's a, problem is with Owens, yeah, he doesn't make friends. He makes friends, but then he always betrays them. Oh, my God. And it was like Owen was the javelin and the fence was the javelin catcher. Absolutely sickening there. Uh-oh. Owen's again Picking on. Up again, but Owen's with the backslide. Gets the boot up to the face of Braun. Oh, hits a stunner. 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 And he could get the pin with that, but he wants to go out the cage instead. Crawling towards the cage door. Strowman just reaching from halfway across the ring, managing to grab his ankle. Strowman showed, sold the shit out of that stunner then, didn't he? He yeah. was like, yeah, we're probably going to be fucked. And now he's back up, though. Oh, closes the door onto Owen's face. Oh, my God. Look at the mark on Owen's head. And now Strowman, like a ball, in the corner. He's charging out to go and take out Owen's. Oh, but Owen sidestepped. <coughs> Strowman hits a turnbuckle, super kick. Strowman's a little bit wobbly, and again, Owens. I think Owens is just as wobbly, though. <laughs> Owens out on his feet at the moment. But he's got the handcuffs. Oh, very clever. A genius. <clears throat> Owens has got Strowman handcuffed, which means he can escape. Run across to the opposite corner. Owens, don't get too cocky now. Yeah, you've got him there for a second. And Owen's just beating up Braun. And we've never seen this before. Owen's finally getting retribution. He's wailing away at the head of Strowman. <laughs> Climb out, Owen. Oh, Owen's shouting, what are you going to do? And Strowman one-handed chokeslam. <laughs> <laughs> Buries Owen's into the mat. Strowman trying to get it off. He can't even break the chain. Well, Strowman, I've never seen a man break through handcuffs before. So, it's going to be pretty impossible if he can. Hey! Owens tells Braun to suck it. And that might infuriate the giant. Owens laughing as he goes over the top. Blowing him a kiss as he climbs over. Oh, my God. Strowman's just snapped the <laughs> chain of the handcuffs. And Owens knows this. In hot pursuit of Owens. Oh, my God. And now, Owens, both men are perched in a very precarious position. Strowman's on top of the cage. They must be at least 15 foot high. At least 20 to 30 feet in the air. Strowman's got Owens. Round the throat. He, no. No. No, what are you going to do, Strowman? No! <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, my God. Owens has won. <laughs> Owens wins! <laughs> Owens won! Both feet have touched the ground. But he just killed Owens! 
But that's not a way you'd want to win by being thrown into the announce table. No. But who's won? The force who went in there. Talk about 20 years ago, a month ago, the Kingdom of Ring 1998. He's got to be 15 feet in He's the air. He's got to be at least 20, 25 feet in the air. That is cr- I mean, legitimately, he's got to be about 12. I mean, that's quite a... It looked a massive fall when he went. Yeah. Owens may be dead, but can, can we see a replay of it before he, he does? Here we go, replay. Jeremy's got him. Fucking hell. And then he's the still in there as well. You crazy bastard. I'll tell you what, though. It takes a lot of trust in Strowman to... Oh, you see the fucking airbag underneath it. Shut up. It takes a lot of trust with someone, though, to let him throw you off of the top of a cage. Yeah. I mean, look at the way he landed there. That is fucking mental. That is... Fucking good shot, though. Fucking that. It's great shot. Great start. Fair play, Kevin Owens. You may lose. You may have won this match, but you've lost the, the will to walk. Um, five four. It stays in the scores. But fuck me, fuck me. So we've just seen Kevin Owens get killed. Basically, he he's dead. Oh my god, they killed Kevin. And we move on. And after showing highlights again on the card, we do move on. And it's a SmackDown tag team titles on the line. And it is the Bludgeon Brothers versus Team Hell No. And let's have a look at the promo. This world is a horrible place. We're here to make it worse. Harper, Rowan. Doomsday has officially descended upon the SmackDown Tag Team Division. Bloods and Brothers! Yeah, we know the gauntlet match is about to be underway, but... Certainly a tense moment. As Daniel Bryan makes his way to the ring for another big-time opportunity. Wise move. Keep on moving, Daniel. Daniel Bryan advances. What heart displayed by Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan found the way. Oh, God. You just never learn, do you, Daniel? Harper and Rowan are back. Well, you're good tonight. The Bludgeon Brothers interjecting themselves into this matchup. Now the SmackDown Tag Team Champions looking to dismantle Daniel Bryan. We are witnessing a bludgeoning. Marching straight from the mouth of hell, the devil's favorite demon has returned. Face to face with the Bludgeon Brothers. And the big red machine to Harper and Rowan. Brian to Harper and Rowan. Daniel with the knee. Kane. Choke slam.
are well aware of what the Bludgeon Brothers are capable of. They're barbaric. They're unafraid. But let me tell you what they are not. They are not Team Hell No. Yes, well, let's hope the Bludgeon Brothers have more luck than their former mentor and leader, Bray Wyatt, who, as we know, one half of Deleter of Wales, lost the smack, uh, lost the Raw Tag Team titles to the B Team. Yeah, and this is interesting as well, because if you look at the build-up, with Daniel Bryan involved, you know, the feud with Big Cass, we wondered where that would go. And then beaten down by the Bludgeon Brothers for the number one contendership for the WWE title quite surprising fashion as we wonder why the Bludgeon Brothers get involved. Now, it's 2018 and WWE don't do or can't get away with that many shocks and I think and the reunion of Team Hell No was quite a nice surprise, wasn't it, Dan? You know? Oh, most definitely, yes. You know, having Kane coming back to team with his former partner, it's I think it's, you know, it's a match made in heaven and it, it helps out Kane as well, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's cool for Kane because you know, he can come back and maybe be a face like he wants, you know, like like he can now, seeing as he's uh, got the political career going on at the moment, hasn't he? So, well, didn't we last him in a triple threat match at Royal Rumble with Strowman and Lesnar? I think so. Kane's not been around for quite a while, and when he does show up, it's usually, like I said, he's a big bad heel, but it's quite surprising he came to help Brian by choke slamming Luke Harper. And Eric Rowan. And I mean, Team Hell No, for anybody who's never seen them, they were the kind of oddball tag team that you would expect. You know, it was all about Daniel Bryan wanting to give hugs to Kane to try and make him feel part of the team. And Kane was always non-responsive to it. But when they became a tag team, I have it really, really enjoyable. And of course, they No, held... I'm the tag team <laughs> champion. No, I'm the tag team champion. Then I, I think they even had a counsellor involved as well. They had Dr. Shelby who was helping them counselling. And weirdly enough, on Raw at the moment, they're brought in back to help Sasha Banks and Bailey try and sort things out. So it's weird how it comes around. People want to see Team Hell No. I'll be interested to see if this is a long-term thing or not. I mean, Brian's contract runs out 1st of September. It's common knowledge now. Will he sign an extension? Will he not? Is the reason he's not in the WWE title picture because he's not signed it and they want to put him here. He's still in quite a high position of the card, I feel. And I think this should be quite good. The Bludgeon Brothers, even though their gimmick's kind of been bludgering recently, destroying, they can work. We've seen Harper and Rowan deliver good matches. I think with Brian and Kane, as a possibility. I think the only disappointment, really, was during a pay-per-view early when we saw an attack, didn't we? You know, We did, yes. They took Kane's knee out, uh, slammed it in the door. So it's more than likely that he's not going to be 100% Later on. Yeah, so we'll see what happens, but no doubt about 100% Team Hell No is a great match. It was was good to see Daniel Bryan bring in the fire as well. He managed to do Kane's fire, which was... And here he comes now. You know this should be a hard-hitting affair. Daniel Bryan's had more T-shirts since he's been back than than he's had matches, I think. (laughs) He is a uh, merchandise machine as he comes out here, 100%. And not with Kane at the moment. But he's in Team Hell No Colours. I think that is absolutely lush. It's, it's good that they can throw back to it. And like the proper tag team they were, Team Hell No. I, I always remember the match they teamed up with The Undertaker take on a shield 
in London. It's quite incredible, the reaction. Even Daniel Bryan got when you consider everybody else involved. Fuck off, just because you was there. And you can see the people in the crowd. I hate to bring it up, I really do, but Bryan will be ready. We're just waiting for Kane. Uh, Prediction-wise, Dan? Yes, well, no, we, we both know that Kane's not going to be around for long. So, you know, it'd be silly to go for Team Hell No. So, um, I've been silly and gone for Hell No. Oh, Team Hell No. Well, I think that, you know, the tag team division needs a bit of a boost right now. And I think there's no better way than Team Hell No becoming tag team champions. No, I'm lying to you. I've gone Bludgeon Bros in this one. Just because I think the Bludgeon Brothers need the rub, so to speak. Like, to defeat a team like Team Hell No, who aren't wrestling week in, week out, you know, like the Bludgeon Brothers are, they need a victory to kind of validate them as tag team champions. I think the the boat's still out with the Bludgeon Brothers, even though I like the gimmick. I still think people aren't sure. They ain't getting the strongest reactions, even though they are talented. So I think this should be a good match. We've both gone different. So this could decide it. I mean, you either go two in the lead or you draw back level. It's the changes we need for the predictions. And Harper and Changes Rowan. you need for the predictions. Harper and Rowan look confident in this one. So, Dan, keys to victory. What does Daniel Bryan need to do in these insurmountable <coughs> odds? Um, well, he needs a partner for starters. He needs a cane, whether he's 100% or 5%. He needs you know, to be able to tag out and recover for a bit. But we've seen Daniel Bryan overcome the odds time and time again. So, you know, I, I honestly can't put it past him defeating both members of the Bludgeon Brothers no. and completely burying them. You can look back at WrestleMania 30 when he beat Triple H and then went on to defeat Randy Orton and Batista to win the World Heavyweight title, or the WWE World Heavyweight title. So he's been there before against it. But no, get me wrong, Harper and Rowan, they're a tough tag team and they're going to try and... We don't need to really cut off the ring now, use that. They've got the entire ring with no cane. And Brian's got to be careful... It's nice to see a face that the fans are 100% behind. And the crowd are 100% behind Daniel Bryan. Oh, now Bryan switching rowing. He's got to use his speed, trying to take advantage of that with the kicks. But has no effect on Eric Rowan. Shoulder blocked by Rowan, and he sends him into the Bludgeon Brothers corner. Throws him to the turnbuckle. And then the boots. I'm sure he's going to tag in Harper. There we go. Definitely believe that Harper's the better worker out of these two guys. But I think Rowan's grown as well. As he pick, Rowan picks Brian up in a powerbomb. Manages to fight out of it. Harper was perched on the second rope, ready to come off top. But Brian jumps over the top. Brian from the Royal Rumble. And Harper's still on that top turnbuckle. Perched in a very precarious position. Oh, Hurricane Ryan has Harper off. Well, Brian certainly needs to get this one over and done with quickly. What about for the Bludgeon Brothers, James? What do they need to do to... Get the victory. This might be over in a second. Brian just kicked Rowan away. He's got the yes lock. Now Rowan comes in. I think this will say uh, the Bludgeon Brothers are a tough tag team anyway. If they want to beat Brian, like I said, get rid of the slow him down. Take all the heart out of Brian. Take the crowd out of this one. The crowd is probably more important to Daniel Bryan than it is any other wrestler. And the Bludgeon Brothers need to know this. And even if it's boring, even if the fans are gone quiet, that's when it works best. Try and shock him with the kind of offence you're trying to deliver to Daniel Bryan. Try and not only send a message to everyone in the crowd, but everyone in the locker room, that no matter who goes in front of the Bludgeon Brothers, they're the toughest tag team in WWE. Well, this is, you know, potentially two guys that have never won a World Heavyweight title, beating probably the 
you know, the the heart and soul of the heavyweight championship. So, you know, it is sending quite a a statement if if they were to pull out the victory. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing you got to look at as well that helping the Bludgeon Brothers out a little bit is we talk about the kind of big men, you know, like Corbin or any of these other guys. And with these two, because they're working a tag team, you know there's going to be a split coming down the road at some point. You know, they've done it before with the Whites, didn't they? You know it's happening. And now Rowan, the big man, can gain experience. We know Harper's the better worker. We know he's going to be great if he gets a chance in singles action. And this is letting Rowan grow into it and confidence and going against a worker like Brian, who we can learn from as well. You know, it might be weird saying that, but... A backbreaker from Rowan to Brian... And then slams him down onto the mat. But again, you know, which team do you think is going to split up first? The Deleter of Worlds or the Bludgeon Brothers? I think the Deleter of Worlds has not worked. You know, like we talked about earlier when against the B team. It just doesn't seem to click. I think the Bludgeon Brothers, they could have a good couple of year run as a tag team. And I don't think I'll have any problems with that, you know. I wouldn't mind seeing a multi-man match with the Usos. Usos involved, maybe a couple of other tag teams. Have a tag team renaissance, if you would. The Bludge Brothers can be that big man tag team that you always seem to need as well. And then a couple of years down the road, you know, I think they're still young guys. Then give them a chance to try and go for it. Rather than feuding with each other, maybe try one on Raw, one on SmackDown and work that way off. I think with Deleted Wells, it's going to come around soon with Bray Wyatt. They're going to get bored of this Bray Wyatt and go back to the kind of Bray Wyatt they like to book, where he's nonsensical promos and a long rivalry with Matt Hardy over nothing. Brian's you know? managed to get back into this match. He's just low-bridged uh, Eric Rowan over the top rope. And now he's giving uh, Luke Harper the kicks. Yeah, the Miz kicks. The uh, yes kicks. Don't forget. <laughs> oh, lovely backflip over the oncoming uh, Harper. Dives through the ropes, goes to take out Rowan. Gets caught by him, but ducks out the way as Luke Harper comes flying through the second rope and he takes out his tag team partner unintentionally. Well, Brian catches a break there, but can't capitalise on it yet. But all three men down. And we wonder what was going to happen with Brian. Oh, wait a minute. Kane's music hits. What kind of shape's he going to be in? Oh, my God. Limping down with a protective cast over his left ankle. But he's here. It's, you know, he... Should be able to help Ryan. Well, this is the thing. Now it becomes a normal tag team match and Kane injured or not. Well, how good is he going to be, though? But he's going to be an intimidating presence on the apron. So, and that's going to help Daniel Bryan out. He's not in this alone. Well, he can still deliver a choke slam. And he's taking his time to get there. I just want to mention the Miz quickly. Cause, you know, no, he's not involved in this match. But Brian, no. you know, Brian and Miz have had problems throughout the year. And the Miz is not here tonight because... He's Shit. part of the all-star celebrity uh, softball game that the MLB do as a kind of all-star season. And not only did he play in it, he got the MVP. He was the best player in it as well. And that's how awesome the Miz is. But back to the match of Brian trying to get the tag. When he gets to Kane. Manages to tag Kane in. And Kane's on fire. Oh, sorry. Sorry, my bad. Well, he's still limping around, but, you know... Uh, half percent Kane is better than no Kane at all. Delivers a choke slam to Eric Rowan. Can oh my! One to Luke Harper. We're gonna have yes. new tag team champions. No, come on, Kane. No, come on, Bludgeons. Make the place burn. He's signalling for the end. It's gonna be Tombstone time. One-legged man and ass-kicking contest can't pick up Harper. That's it, Harper. He's recovered quite quickly from a choke slam. Plus double tough load. Brian gets a tag in. 
Well, he's had a bit of a breather. Comes off the top rope with a double drop kick. Takes out uh, Harper and nips back up to his feet. Brian's fired <laughs> up. He's going to hit the yes kicks or the no kicks. The miss kicks. Don't. He is all. Just don't. He's a miss watching this, thinking, yep. I wish I could be that good and that over. Well, Brian kicking away at Harper. He must have hit him at least 10 times. At least 25 times. Follows up with a big kick across the beak. But Rowan gets the tag in. Come on, Rowan. And I don't think he, Brian sees it. Going to go for the running knee. Oh, gets caught by Eric Rowan. That would look really terribly timed. Yep, but got Brian got sent into Kane. Rowan with a spinning kick. Tags in Luke Harper, who's fully recovered. And here we go. Double team powerbomb. Oh! Wow, the powerbomb clothesline combination. One, two, three. Yeah! Bludgeon Brothers win! And you're happy about that? Wow. Well, I told you there'd be a dominant team. They get the pin on Daniel Bryan as well. That was impressive by the uh, Bludgeon Brothers. But as a match, though, I mean... I don't know. I'm a, I'm a bit upset Kane wasn't part of it, so it couldn't be a proper tag team. But I guess he is, you know, seriously injured by the looks of things. But the Bludgeon Brothers, I feel, needed the victory more than Daniel Bryan did. So I'm quite happy. It'd be interesting to see what happens next with Daniel Bryan as well. What are your thoughts on the match? <clears throat> well, I'm going to address the negatives first. Eric Rowan, his timing... You know, I think that's slightly out, and that's something that's uh, an issue. And Luke Harper's recovery time as well. You know, he's just been delivered a choke slam, and he gets up a few seconds later. He got hit with the the yes kicks, and he recovered very, very quickly from them. Yeah, but is that a case of him not selling well, or him trying to portray a monster ball? I think it's him. It's of him not selling too well, as opposed to portraying a monster. I mean, you know, even. So-called monsters have been hit with them kicks, and they've recovered quite quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, they've not, not recovered yeah. as quickly as others. So you know, it's they've still got a bit of work to do. But you know, it's, it wasn't a terrible match. No, it was all right. We're backstage with a big dog, and the B team showed up. Let's celebrate their tag team title wins, and so they should. And Roman Reigns just being a bitch about it. Yeah, I know. They, they wanted... I mean, Seth Rollins would have had a laugh. Dean Ambrose would have had a laugh. That's why you're not over from the Shield, you well, can't. you just want to celebrate with him, and, you know, now they don't. No, but, he's uh, being a dick. But I tell you, the interesting thing about Roman Reigns, because we still don't know what the main event's going to be tonight. Well, they need to hurry up and decide soon, because there's only two matches left, and one of them's either going to be the main event or not. Right. Roman Reigns might not have been... Roman Reigns might have only since 2012, but he's already smashing plenty of records. He's already main event at WrestleMania on four consecutive occasions, and he's only the second man to defeat The Undertaker at the grandest stage of them all. And he's not going to be the main event, because Reigns-Lashley is going to be next, but let's tell the story anyway. Well, that alone is more than what some talented stars can achieve throughout the WWE careers. Even though fans are against the big dog right now, the majority of them anyway, that doesn't mean the big push is going to stop. As we can see now, it is not. No, so we wonder what the main event will be, maybe the WWE title. Although fans might dislike this decision, it means Reigns might overtake the likes of Edge, Hogan, Batista and the Big Show. Well, he will, won't he, really, for the most main events on pay-per-views. Uh, it was highlighted on Reddit where the current list looks like only six years on the main roster. Reigns is tied 11th. 
with 26 main events under his belt. If he main events against Lashley, he'll own the 11th spot with 27 main events, and that will put him one behind Brock Lesnar in 10th, who's main evented 28 times in his WWE career. Just goes to show you how much WWE Vince McMahon values Reigns as a main event talent. In comparison, CM Punk is 16th with 24 main events, while Kurt Angle only featured in 21. He also clips both of his Shield brothers, as well as The Miz and Bret Hart. Well, based on the way Reigns is being booked right now, along with the possibility of becoming Universal Champion soon, it's not going to be a surprise to see him feature in many more main events. If he continues in that fashion, he'll soon overtake Chris Jericho's 30 main events, while his cousin The Rock has had 33 main events and is at number 8 in the list. Reigns will also have Stone Cold Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels and Randy Orton in his sights. He still has some work to do to get to the top three, though, as Triple H is third with 68 main events, Undertaker has 69, while John Cena is at top of the records list with 72 main events. Yeah, by the time Reigns' WWE's career is over, he could very well be sitting at the top of the list with the most pay-per-view main events in WWE history. So here's the list at the moment. So Reigns is on 26. Edge is also on 26. Hogan's also on 26. Batista's also on 26. Batista, uh, Batista. Brock Lesnar on 28. Chris Jericho on 30. The Rock on 33. Stone Cold Steve Austin on 68. So that's nearly Ta- double Oh, the no. Rock. Takes a slight jump there, doesn't it? Yeah. Shawn Michaels on 68. Randy Orton on 68. Each on 68. The Undertaker on 69. And then John Cena on 72. And that is surprising when you consider Hogan. You know what I mean? Maybe there wasn't enough. If there was a pay-per-view every month back when he was champion, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? In that way. But still. But, but any- um, you know, there's... There's... Uh... There's no Bobby Roode. No, oh, there's no Drew McIntyre. Or no Miz. But there is a Randy Orton on there. What a reaction for Roman Reigns. So, Dan, we got Lashley versus Roman Reigns. Let's have a look at the promo. I should be the Universal Champion. But I'm not. Yet. And a lot of you doubted me a lot of people lost faith in me but the fact is i will never lose faith in myself the big dog hunts this is my yard i'm the guy oh you're the guy huh bobby lashley one of the great athletes ever a physical specimen second to none Roman, you don't have what it takes to finish the job. Lashley, the new ECW champion. Lashley wins the United States Championship. The Dominator, Bobby Lashley, an elite athlete. So it's time for you to just move on, Roman. Move on. Move on. Kind of like you did 10 years ago. Some of you may not know this, but about 10 years ago, Bob here was in the main event of WrestleMania. Bobby Lashley, and what an ovation from the 80,000 plus. And then what'd he do? He moved on. You left, you quit, why? You wanted to be a big superstar in the MMA and how'd that work out, huh? You made a real big impact. Don't you try to downplay my background, Roman. Bobby Lashley is a dangerous, dangerous human being. Because I'm the only one here that has legit tools. And I'll prove that at Extreme Rules against you. Two massive egos, both men wanting to run the show here on Monday Night Raw. Both men demanded this match. 
the big dog. Roman Reigns meets the powerhouse Bobby Lashley. It's all about bragging rights and extreme rules. Bobby Lashley, get your ass out here because I am calling you out. I'm not coming to talk. I'm coming to tear you apart. I don't like Bob. I don't like you either. Oh, and here we go! Reigns and Lashley! The ball's underway! It's about stepping up. It's about becoming the man. Lashley not backing down. Reigns and Lashley are intent on destroying one another. And Lashley again. Now Lashley and Reigns! Order restored. Oh, wait a minute. Look out! So, what do you think of the promo? Well, they was teaming together for a little while, you know, having a, a few tag team matches, and you could see a bit of uh, distance between them both. And, you know, that kind of erupted. And now, you know, they're, they're going up against each other. Yeah, I mean, like you said, the feud with the Revival that they were having made the Revival look bad. But at least Scott Dawson and Dash Roller did get a victory over which not many people can say. Uh, is it almost like they're putting reins with Lashley because they want... They know Lashley's not being liked as well. We saw it with Sami Zayn. Putting him with Reigns is just going to make Reigns more popular. This Lashley, anybody doesn't know, was Roman Reigns before Roman Reigns was Roman Reigns. Go back to 2007. Lashley was the next chosen one. As the He was of... chosen by the current US president to represent him in a hair versus hair match. And Vince McMahon was represented by Umaga. And Lashley got the victory there at WrestleMania, at, at WrestleMania 23. And the ECW Championship feud with Vince McMahon looked to be on to great things and then left... Vince under McMahon? A, yeah, Vince McMahon was ECW, the ECW champion at the time. I know, mental when you look at it, back in 2007. Uh, and it looked like he was going to be the next big thing. And then it didn't work out. He left under a dark cloud... Of course, he's been in impact now the past few years, along, you know, fighting in Bellator. He's back. They're trying to build up that history. Even though when WWE performer leaves, you never talk about him. But when they come back, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah, this is part of WWE history now. It's fine. Uh, and another thing interesting, Reigns and Lashley both brawled on Monday Night Raw. Uh, both of them brawling with the roster having to come out and being stopped. Do you know who wrote that? Who scripted the brawl for them to have, Dan? Was it The Miz? No, it was Paul Heyman. The WWE asked Paul Heyman. He, he's not really been involved in the creative side of writing for many now. But maybe it's a foot in the door for possibilities down the road without Brock Lesnar if he wants to become and be part of the writing team. And I've got no problems if Heyman wants to be involved. We know how passionate he is about wrestling. I think he's a great wrestling mind, is Paul Heyman. So look what he did at SmackDown when he was writing for them. Back in 2002, they had, you know, Lesnar and... Uh, Guerrero, Angle, Benoit, all those greats. So we'll see what happens here. It'll be an interesting match because I don't think the fans are looking forward to it, but are you looking forward to that? I am. I, I, I don't know. It's because Bobby Lashley was 
he was portraying a heel when he was part of Impact Wrestling. And he was actually working quite well as a heel. Because, you know, he was uh, with America's top team, I think. Like, you know, they had them in his corner. So, you know, he had he had a bit more of a mouthpiece. And, you know, I think he'd work under the wing of Paul Heyman, personally. Yeah, I, I think that would be an excellent choice. Like I say, Lashley did show a different side to him in Impact. And now he's in WWE. He's kind of gone back to the guy that no one likes. A kind of bland thing. And exactly, someone like Heyman would be a great mouthpiece. But prediction-wise, I mean, this one is difficult because it was originally going to be like a multi-man match with Extreme Rules to find out who would face Universal Champion. But that's all done with now at the moment. So, Reigns and Lashley. Reigns being the guy. I can't go against Roman Reigns in this one. So, I have to say, in the dream match between Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, Dan? Well, James, only an idiot would go for Roman Reigns. So I've gone for Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, yeah. Um, oh, I should say, after the Bludgeon Brothers versus... Well, that team, means you've won. After the Bludgeon Brothers and Team Hell No, I go 6-4 up, and we've still got four matches to go after this, so it's still tight. So now Reigns last year. So why have you got Roman Reigns for in this match? Because it's Roman Reigns and it's WWE. Need I say any more? Yes, please. That would be helpful. Yeah, that would be, that would be grand. <laughs> well, you know, it's Roman Reigns going against a very similar Roman Reigns. And what more way to put Roman Reigns over than him pretty much beating himself? Yeah, it's almost like WWE saying, look, we can give you Lashley if you want. All right. So just be happy with Roman Reigns. <laughs> Otherwise, we're, we're going to bring back... I'm trying to think who else was. Ted DiBiase Jr. It's like, it's, well, it's like Roman Reigns versus Roman Reigns that can't talk on the mic. Yeah, that's just true. I think Reigns is a better worker than Lashley. I don't want to be horrible to Bobby Lashley in that, but I feel like Reigns has had better matches and Lashley's shown a bit of power. And we talk about keys to victory in this one. I think with Roman Reigns, a big dog, he just needs two. Two. Superman punch and spear. I think he'll get the job done. What about Lashley? What's he have to do if he wants to topple the, the big dog? Well, he has to dominate Roman Reigns. You know, because Lashley's not really been challenged as such since he's been back. So, you know, I mean, it, it, I don't mean to discount Sami Zayn, but, you know, going against Lashley, I don't think it's too much of a challenge. I think Lashley has what it takes to be better than Roman Reigns. Do you? Yeah. Wow, that's a surprise. I don't know, I quite like, I quite like Roman Reigns in a, in a, in a, in a weird way. I, I like the kind of the heritage that he has and I don't think that gets used enough and yeah sure he's going to be the guy but I know, I think he's better than Lashley as he catches Bob with her right hand there drops him down who's more powerful out of the two would you say I think Lashley he's got more explosive power I think he can use it when he wants to I think this is the problem we want to see all the kind of exciting power moves that you can hit. Look at Goldberg 20 years ago. Do you know what I mean? No kind of moves. I think if Flashy was to come out and do shit like that, I think people would sit up and take notice, you know? Oh, Bring, indeed, yeah. I just had an idea. Bring Ryback back and have him feud with Reigns. You could have had... Do you want Ryback, do you? We'll give you Ryback. We'll give you Lashley. We'll do it. What other boring wrestlers yeah, give you Ryback? We'll bring back Rene Dupree. The fans are booing as Reigns hits the back elbow. But at least it's not the main event. Well, this is a good thing, isn't it? You know, but uh, to be fair, are they doing right by Rain? Put him in a singles match with no kind of uh, extreme rules. 
with no help, putting him here, the fans are obviously going to be negative. It's like against Jinder Mahal. You put him in there for 15 minutes, the fans are going to respond like that. So, and then against the way he's treated against Lesnar, I think the Reigns... I don't think it's his fault. I just think it's the way the WWE are kind of using him, you know? Roman Reigns with one of his signature moves, the drive-by. He might get the job done now, but Lashley managed to kick out. Oh. Are we interested to ask Roman Reigns what he wants to do? You know, like, where, where, where do you want to go with this? I want to be main event. I want to, I want to be the champion. And you'd be like, all right, fair enough then. No. <laughs> you'd be like, fair enough, no. <laughs> if, he, if he wants... How many other people want to be the main event and want to be champion on, on Raw? How many people are happy? This is what Drew McIntyre said when he came back. How many people are happy just to collect a check and be a part of the show as opposed to wanting to knock down the doors and be... I think there's a lot that want to be, but I don't think there's a lot that could carry the mantle of being a legitimate heavyweight champion. I think that's true. You know, I, I don't think Finn Balor has that kind of heavyweight champion look to him. And I, I don't want to be horrible. I know people will be aghast at what I say there, but... For me, I, I don't see it at the moment. The demon, if the demon came back and, and showcased there, but I see a lot more upside with uh, a lot of other people. And, you know, I hate to say it. <laughs> well, you know, there's there's only a few that could legitimately take the mantle. You know, Randy Orton, just, just off the top of my head, he's... You know, he's got what it takes to be a legitimate champion, whether it face or whether it heel. And I think WWE has shown at the moment they're not interested in being in the main events anymore, are they? Who? Randy Orton. I think they're more interested in him coming back and, like, like we saw early in the year, feuding with Bobby Roode and the US title, kind of being the mid-card champion and helping the younger guys and the other people kind of get yeah. themselves over, do you know well, what I mean? Well, but, you know, what... What have you said for a while now? How how you've wanted Randy Orton to act? You've wanted him to come in, just wreak havoc and fuck off for no reason. Yeah. You know, and that's that's currently what he done earlier tonight. You know, he came in, out Jeff Hardy. He could have gone after Nakamura, his former tag team partner, but he was like, nope, sod that. I'm going to go take out Jeff Hardy. I'm going to cement myself as a heel. He's a flip-flopper, but he's a flip-flopper that can flip-flop legitimately. Yeah, and I love yeah. saying flip-flop, by the way. No, no, I don't mind somebody who can flip-flop. But like you said, we've all in the can. But I don't think they're going to put him in main events soon. You know, I, I, I don't know. I might be wrong. I mean, in a couple of months' time, he might be feuding versus whoever the WWE... Cha- he might be feuding against AJ Styles, all I know. But at this moment in time, you know... I, over on SmackDown is a bit of a weird one. I feel that's more opportunity there for people to be WWE champion than it is Universal champion. Well, though. because their champion actually fucking shows up. Well, yeah, champion shows and up. Defends it more than six times in a fucking year. I, I just, I think it's more evenly split. Whereas on Raw, you've got Lashley and Reigns. Well, Lashley and Reigns, they've actually looked to the outside after um, Reigns taking Lashley off of the steel steps after he'd landed on them quite spectacularly. Throws him into him. He was separating the ring steps. He was going to go hit Lashley with him, but Lashley caught them and managed to wrestle him out of Reigns' hands and just t- took him out. Yeah, big clothesline by Lashley. He throws him back in. Lashley outpowering Roman Reigns, and I think Reigns is a little bit surprised. And Lashley running the ropes, big clothesline. That's the, is it, the sound broke on this. I mean, that is a quiet crowd. I think Bobby Lashley is a better in-ring performer because you know he's. I think he's he's got better moves, more crisp moves. 
with Roman Reigns, I think a lot of the time, you know, he's just right. What do I do? I go for a spear. I go for my flying clothes on. I go for my drive by. I go for a Superman. You know, he's just got six moves, and he kind of doesn't go far from them. It's like Jared playing WWE two K. No, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know with Ray. I think with Reigns, it's a position he's been put in. It's actually like, has got a lot more. People said this about Cena ten years ago about yeah. Cena only having five or six moves. So it's a position where you are and what moves you do hit because you are taking punishment the majority of the match. Lashley now is going to be the one dishing it out to Roman Reigns and it'll be all about Reigns recovering Catch a lot like with power slam. that One, might be two. it oh. Oh. Reigns managing to kick out ah. like you said with, with, with the face the, the guy he usually gets it's like Hogan matches isn't it gets beaten down makes the comeback he's usually only hitting maybe five or six minutes I'd hate to be a Roman Reigns defender but I'm just trying to you know what I mean trying to look at it in a different way and hopefully in a few years time Reigns then gets a chance to show what he's about. Yeah, you but know. when was the last time you saw Reigns get technical? Uh, right, yeah, you don't really get technical. But, I mean, you look at his, his matches against the Shield, and they were good matches, you know. And you could argue, oh, it's the Shield members, but it's about the chemistry and how they know each other as well, you know. And this match is not too bad. Lashley there, diving cross body. And is he going to go up? Well, Lashley going up top. Well, he doesn't normally go up here. He's sweating he's profusely, sweating, though. fucking hell. That's why, it, that's because he's got, he hasn't got his sweatband on. Well, Double X handles smashed straight to the forehead of Reigns. And he's calling for the end. Looking for the Dominator, perhaps. And if, I, I think, yeah, his headband went missing. And now Lashley is suffering for it. Just borrow one of Cena's muscle bands. <laughs> yeah, stick that in your head. And can he pick the big dog up? No, Reigns catching him. And he's got him up Samoan drop. No, Lashley holding on to the top rope. Oh, is it because he's part Samoan? Oh! He kind of FU'd Lashley <laughs> over the top rope to the outside. And Ash, uh, Lashley bounced off the mats on the outside. And how thin are those mats? Those mats are wafer thin. They're mere millimetres thick and they're just covering concrete. And Lashley went splat. Oh, oh my God. Hell. He landed fully on his side as well. And how Lashley's recovering, I do not know. The referee up to eight. And Lashley's struggling to get in. Lizzie comes in, Roman Reigns catching him with a big leg drop, tying Lashley over the second rope. Oh, goes for a cover, but Lashley just managed to get shot up at two. Two. I'm sorry, I'm just laughing at the fact of he hits an AA, then hits a leg drop. <laughs> it's like, is, is he just trying to copy John Cena's moves at the moment? I don't know. And Roman Reigns is going for a stunner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now Reigns getting frustrated about Lashley, who's recovering, like I say, getting to his feet, showing his toughness. Go in the corner and cock your fist. <laughs> well, no, you sorry, to me or Roman, mate. <laughs> I don't need to tell you to cut. No, yeah, face. exactly. And this could be the end now. The big dog. Ooh-ah. There we go. Superman punch time. Going to go here. No, Lashley catches him. And Lashley with a spine buster. And now Lashley has picked Roman Reigns up. And look at the power. Plexus holding him up there for at least 10 seconds. At least 25 seconds, but Roman Reigns managing to kick out of the pin attempt. Oh my God, right at the last second there. Lashley cannot believe it. He thought the damage was done. All the blood rushing to Roman Reigns', Roman Reigns head. And now Lashley going in the corner himself, slapping the mat. Well, we all know that Lashley can deliver a thunderous spin. That's what he's looking for now. He's got a serious look in his eyes. Three-point stance. Reigns in serious trouble. Oh, oh well, 
Carlos. Lashley was running in. Roman Reigns catches him with a Superman punch. One, two. Oh, but Lashley, don't know how, managed to get the shoulder up at two. And clever or not, I don't know if it was intentional by Lashley, but he rolls to the outside. To be fair, it's not been a bad match, really. I mean, it's not been, like, awful stuff. It hasn't been terrible. No, I mean, it's basically, you know, WWE power versus WWE power, but still. Lashley on the outside now. And he's next to the announce table. I think Roman Reigns can see Lashley. What's he going to do? Hit the ring. And he's ooh-ahhing, and he's going to go run around the ring. Oh, my oh, God, Lashley catches him. Lashley. Oh. Belly to belly overhead suplex. Fuck me. Sends him careening across the announce table. We all know the announce tables have been reinforced. So Reigns just bounces off. See, you know, that's... Roman Reigns couldn't do anything like that. I know he could, but he doesn't, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. I do like someone who can throw in a few suplexes there, and Lashley's quite a good master of suplex. Well, Lashley throws Reigns in. Going up top, is he? Going to try it again. You ain't going to get a response from the crowd, so no point asking them. Try it anyway. He did it once. Double axe smash off the top. Going up again. Oh, but Reigns catches him with a Superman punch. Lashley's dropped to the mat. Reigns standing over him, taunting him. Well, that's what happens when you mess. When you get into the big dog's yard. Reigns calling for the spear. Here we go. This is it. Bouncing off the ropes, but Lashley manages to turn a spear of his own. Two. Three. (laughs) Fucking hell. Lashley beats Roman Reigns. Clean. And the fans love it. I mean, it wasn't the best spear to get a victory, but still... He didn't even finish him with his finisher. I know, he got the job done. Lashley wins. Uh, what do you think of the match, Dan? I actually wasn't disappointed in that. I thought it was good. You know, as was a match. Powerhouse against powerhouse. That's probably one of the better ones I've seen in a while. I mean, it wasn't offensive. It it, it was good between the two. Uh, Lashley getting the win is a bit surprising. But then again, I, I think he had to, really, because we all know Roman Reigns is the the guy, so to speak. So Lashley get the victory. And it'll be interesting now to see who's next in line for Brock Lesnar. I mean, there's a couple of great moves in that one. But at the end of the day, Lashley does get the win in, in quite a surprise. Do you think the Superman punch is getting weaker and weaker? No, I like the Superman punch. I think it's quite a cool move. I don't know if I'm biased because I play him with SmackDown. I think the Superman punch and the spear are quite cool little moves. Yeah. I, I might be biased when it comes to race. But then I'd, like ra- I'd rather deliver the infinity mass punch, personally. But There's a thing, uh, there's a showtime kick in UFC where you bounce off the cage and kind of hit him with like, the swinging kick to the face. I think that would look fucking awesome. You know, like the disaster kick or something like Cody Rhodes yeah. used to hit. I think that move would be quite cool. But like I said, maybe different variations of what Reigns uses. The the headbutt could be something that he does because obviously they want to talk about his Samoan heritage, you know. Yeah. So we've still got three, what I think are probably three of the strongest matches on the card. I don't know if you agree or disagree, but we've got... I'm actually being serious. Well, we've still got the half-hour Iron Man match, Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins. We've got AJ Styles versus the very, very over Rusev. And we've also got the beautiful Blitz going against Nia Jax. Well, talking about that, Dan, that is our next match. It is the WWE Raw Women's Championship on the line. We know Ronda Rousey's in attendance, but it will be the champion, Alexa Bliss, defending versus Nia Jax. And let's have a look 
at the Primo. Of course, this is Ronda Rousey's first championship opportunity. And we are going to find out how ready Ronda Rousey is tonight. Nia Jax, perhaps the most powerful force the women's division has ever seen. Oh, my God. Ronda moved out of the way and may have her opening. It's a Hail Mary. Going for the arm bar. Ronda is crying at the champion's arm. Ronda, a fingertip away. Alexa Bliss earlier tonight won the Money in the Bank contract. Now with the briefcase in hand, she's assaulting Rousey and the champion. She's cashing in. Alexa Bliss is champion. Not only is Nia Jax going to be furious, but Ronda Rousey just got screwed out of a chance at that title right there. to beat a bully in Nia Jax and someone who is just as much of a bully, Ronda Rousey. Well, there she is, the baddest woman on the planet. Did you come out here to show me all the bruises and welts that I left all over your body? Still hurts, doesn't it? And if you ever won a championship opportunity, you better get in the back of the line, you overhyped rookie. Save your good luck wishes for Alexa Bliss. Because after these 30 days, I don't care if she's champion or not, I'm going to be back here kicking her pink-haired ass. The fact of the matter is, I'm the one who's standing here tonight. Ronda's suspended for 30 days. Bye-bye. And I'm here as your Raw Women's Champion. Alexa. I was with Kurt Angle backstage, and he just informs me that our Raw Women's Championship match will be an extreme rules match. Rules go out the window. You can do anything you want. Even though I'm suspended from Raw, I'm not suspended from Extreme Rules. I'm going to be buying a ticket. It's going to be a front row ticket. This needs to end. And at Extreme Rules, it will. Here's the cover, and Nia Jax in the top. Wait a minute. Bliss with a kendo stick. This Sunday, perfectly legal. Alexa will try anything to try to wear me down, but it won't work. She cannot break me. But I can break her. Oh, my, oh my God. God. All right, so let's talk about the promo. And, um, well, Dan, 
I know it's my promo, and we'll talk about Nia Jax being champion, beating Alexa Bliss at WrestleMania, having an opportunity against Ronda Rousey at Money in the Bank. But what happened at Money in the Bank? Well, at Money in the Bank, of course, you know, it started last year. We have a women's Money in the Bank ladder match. And Alexa Bliss won that ladder match. And on the same night, during the Nia Jax-Ronda Rousey match, she regained her position back on top of the pile, on top of the mountain, by defeating both Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax in the same night. And, you know, becoming the Raw Women's Champion once again. And then the next night on Raw, she... Got right in Ronda Rousey's face. She weren't scared. She went back and down. She was calling her an overhyped rookie, which resulted in her getting beaten unfairly by, you know, the out of control, short fused Ronda Rousey. Oh, come off it. And then, you know, she got put through a table again, you know, un- thoroughly undeserved. Ronda Rousey got screwed. And Ronda Rousey and her fucking cauliflower ear. Ronda Rousey got screwed for the no. women's title at Money right. the Bank. She had so, Nia no, Jax beaten no. in the armbar, and if it wasn't for Bliss hitting her with a briefcase, she would have been jammed. Did Alexa Bliss do anything wrong? Yes! Involved in the match when it shouldn't, it should have been easy. No. It, it was going to be over. No, Bliss got herself involved. Rousey got disqualified. Uh, Jax got disqualified. This is why Rousey furious. The Money Angle in the Bank the briefcase way. entitles you to a title shot whenever the hell you want. Whether it's during a match, before a match, after a match, when someone's been beaten down, you can... Invoke that ri- match whenever the fuck you want. And, you and can she tell. did. And, and she capitalised Ra- But don't be surprised that Rousey's going to get... Because you screw her out of an opportunity like I did at Money Bank. You try and rub it in her face. Rousey will break Bliss's arm. She put her through a table. She destroyed Kurt Angle. Rousey's at ringside to get hands on Bliss. Little Miss if Bliss... If Rousey was that good, she would have won the match before Alexa Bliss could even fucking lace up her boots. and then Bliss hit the briefcase. She didn't, <laughs> though, did she? Ronda Rousey is ready to face the winner of Nia Jax. Ronda Rousey Bliss. is not beautiful enough to face Bliss. Look, Bliss needs to get through Nia Jax tonight and is a woman that beat her at WrestleMania. So Bliss and yourself might look forward to Rousey, but don't look past the irresistible force of nature which is Nia Jax. She's no Alexa Bliss, though. Oh, Nia Jax, are you back to being a face again, are you? Well, Mickey James, you're back to being with Alexa ah. Bliss now, are yeah, you? After all that year gone by. I mean, Nia Jax has not been booked well. Let's, don't get me wrong about that. But it's kind of... Alexa Bliss has turned into the new Charlotte Flair of the women's division, always getting an opportunity. So, without further ado, James, who have you gone for? In this match. Now, I'll let you know in a minute. Natalia, who's Ronda Rousey's friend, is coming up with Nia Jax. But prediction-wise in this one. So, who have you gone for in this one? If you, I bet you've got Nia Jax because you never go for your people. Well, James, she's not like most girls because she's a million times more beautiful than most girls. I've gone for my baby girl, Alexa Beautiful Bliss. Oh, I can't believe how wrong you are. It's just about Bliss. But not tonight because I've also gone... Alexa Bliss in this one. So, it means we cannot be changed. After the Roman Reigns-Bobby Lashley match, it's still 6-4 on points as we move forward to our next match. So now, we, all you can do is get a draw. You've got to hope we've gone different in match 11 and 12. We're on match 10 now. Bliss looking at Rousey. You can see how intimidated Alexa Bliss is looking. And you can see how many one. fucks Bliss gives. Look, she's there giggling away. She's like... <laughs> she's scared of Ronda Rousey. 
And Bliss is a paper champion. She's only holding that until Rousey wants that oh, title. Oh, she, she's only held it from WrestleMania to WrestleMania. And what was Rousey doing? She was getting her fucking face kicked in by UFC women. And getting cauliflower red. Well, she's here now. The women's title's on the line. Referee looks boss-eyed. It's Nia Jax versus your woman, Alexa Bliss. So keys to victory then, Dan. What does Miss Bliss have to do if she wants to overcome the irresistible force in Ajax? She needs to not get distracted by the unfousy at ringside. She needs you know, she she knows she can get inside Jax's head. And she's almost had her beaten on a couple of occasions. So, you know, she just needs to give her the run around, use her stamina and use her beautifulness to win the match. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think with uh Bliss, she's going to have to use underhanded tactics, to be fair. And look, Singapore, Singapore Kane already getting poked into the ring. Oh, hello, this fire still burns. No, 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 not him, no. The kendo stick. And that may be trying to distract her. Look at Bliss running away. No, she was running to Jax to grab the kendo stick so she could use it as a weapon. Well, this is an extreme rules match. And Jax can barely snap it over her knee. Well, she snapped it like she will snap Bliss, and Bliss is scared. And Mickey James has to get another weapon for Jax. Yeah. There's no rule saying a person can't be at ringside to pass a weapon to another Well, she's not been very successful, is she? So all the chairs and the trash cans, Jax is blocking. Yeah, but it's tiring Jax out. Why ain't Jax using weapons? Because she doesn't need it. She is a weapon. Bliss needs all the help she can get. Even Mickey James is scared of her. Jax catches Bliss. Clothesline down. That wasn't a clothesline, that was just a body check. It was just a gravitational pull around and knocking Bliss down. Very impressive. I know, she's fattest down, alright? Throws Bliss back in. Ah, so far, in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, what is fat would wear that to a fucking WWE event, eh? You believe it? <laughs> Bliss gets sent in the corner and squashed by Jax. She's just letting Jax into a full sense of cocky security. <clears throat> Oh, trash cans there. Oh, my God. And that was a fumble by Jax. I think she's got slippery fingers from eating them chicken wings backstage. Well, leave it. She's trying to throw Bliss through the trash can, hits the chair, and now Bliss... Still fighting back. She's getting picked up by that chair. And Bliss looks a bit lost. It's a bit disjointed at the moment, to be Jax fair. Jax delivers a big headbutt. Trash can set up. You can see the women's matches are more planned than the men's. Even though, you know, they might be both planned exactly the same, but it looks more. Jackson's got Bliss up. Going to gorilla press her on the trash can. Oh! Stomach first over the dustbin. Dustbin rolls, baby. Well, that was nice by Naya. And Mickey James checking on Bliss. But Bliss trying to get to her feet. She's got the trash can. Oh, she recovered quickly from that, didn't she? Now a trash can to Jax's face. And Bliss to the back. Go on, Alexa. Well, she got, at least she recovered. And now a trash can to the back of Jax. And now Bliss trying to put that chair in. It's not as easy as it looks, is it? Trying to put that into the, between the top and the second rope. Oh, running drop kick takes Jax down, goes for cover. But Nia kicking out at one. Ah, uh, one. 
Oh my god, and Jack's just just pushing Bliss away. They're still there. Wow, and very intelligent from Bliss, ducking out of the way as Jax was charging in. And uh, Nia managed to hit the chair and the bin. Where's she been? She's been beaten down. And now Mickey James has got the trash the can lid. Going to give it to Bliss. There are no rules saying that someone can't jump up on the side of the apron. What's Natalia doing? There's no rules to say you can't stop someone else getting involved in the match. Natalia beating down well, Mickey James. There's no rules saying that Bliss can't give a fucking beating to Natalia. Um, That's it. Mind your own fucking business, <laughs> cat girl. Bliss, Fuck off. Bliss and James teaming up. Oh, look. What's Rousey going to do? Right. She's a spectator. No. Yeah! No. She can't. She is a ticket buying spectator. She can't legally... Security! Um, Ronda Rousey now beating the piss out of Mickey James. A fan can't... Thrown into the barricade. That is illegal. Uh, by the way, uh, Ronda Rousey's not just a fan. She's the baddest woman on the planet. And now she so picks up... So that doesn't up, mean she can do what she likes. Well, she just picked up Mickey James. She looks like she can at the moment. And there you go. What kind of fucking move's that? The spinning roundinator. That looks like she's got a fucking walk under her left eye. And Ronda Rousey on? now going off Mickey James. Throws on the announce table. Thank God someone saved this match. This was probably the worst match of the night. And if it weren't for Ronda Rousey getting involved, we'd had no excitement. And now she's looking square on at Alexa Bliss. Oh, and look. now look at Ronda Rousey again after Bliss. And Bliss running away. See, that's oh. it. Well done, Mickey. Go on. Whip her in front of her boyfriend. Go on. Hit her again. You see what Mickey James just did then when she went swing. <laughs> she didn't mean to do that and Rousey's yeah, down. Yeah, the baddest woman on the planet is getting beaten down by Mickey James. And Alexa Bliss, double team move. Yeah. And now Nia Jax slowly recovering in the ring. Bliss off the top. Flying cross body, gets caught by Jax. Samoan drop time, now Mickey James is in. <laughs> well, Alexa Bliss got the chair and now using it on Nia Jax two or three times. I'll plant over that beautiful DDT. Go on. One, two, three. And against the odds, even when Ronda Rousey stuck a fucking hooter into the match. Oh, look. Yeah, that's it. You know better than to climb out that ring and try and chase her. Right, so Alexa Bliss gets the victory after using the chairs, hits the DDT on Jax with Mickey James' distraction, gets the win. Ronda Rousey comes in. Uh, the worst match of the night so far. So disjointed between the two. Uh, I, I don't know. The, the weapons, the, the kind of, the interference from Mickey James as well didn't help it at all. I think the only thing that really saved it was Ronda Rousey getting involved. The excitement from the crowd actually caring. We do want to see Bliss versus Rousey. That's what we're looking towards towards SummerSlam. Nia Jax is unfortunately just, you know, put in between there. I don't think it worked at all apart from that, Dan. I don't know what you think of the match. I don't know, it just seemed like everything that went on in this match was scripted. Like, you know, where some matches, even the Roman Reigns versus Lashley match, it had some flow and some continuity to it. But this, it just seemed like, you know, every moment it was read from a script. Yeah, and it didn't work, the chair spot in the middle, uh, Mickey Jane's involvement in it, I, I don't think worked that well. Uh, it is, like I said, I need really the Ronda Rousey thing here. This is more of an angle advancement than it was with anything else, and this could have been but on. Then, this know, could have been on like, Raw. It's Ronda Rousey sat there flashing. I've got tickets. I've got tickets. 
and then she jumps the barricade and she gets involved. It's like, well, you know, you could have fucking pulled that, really. Yeah, and this is the good thing about it. And this is what WWE are doing different to Rousey than they have done Roman Reigns or anybody else as well. It's the kind of giving her all the tools to be successful. You heard the cheer from the crowd there. They're not booing her or indifferent from her. She, got, she kicked ass, got suspended, a la like Steve Austin and anything like that. Is it ringside as well? You remember when Goldberg was at ringside and fucking got involved with Brock Lesnar? They're giving her all the shortcuts to make Rousey be the true star. Yes, they're sacrificing everybody else, be it Nia Jax, Oscar, or anybody else to do this for Rousey. But at least they're getting behind someone, you know. And like I say, Bl- Bliss will be the na- next sacrificial lamb come SummerSlam. But so, okay then, answer me this. Riddle me this. Would you have pursued what they was doing with Oscar previously to WrestleMania and not had Ronda Rousey about yet, maybe in NXT? Or would you have kept you know them basically destroying oscar and pushing rousey i would have had if it was going to make a choice i would have looked at the long term and not the short term now with ronda rousey they've obviously got a game plan in their mind where at wrestlemania she will main event against charlotte now i've got no problem with that my thing with oscar is that they could have had two wrestlemania main events you have round the undefeated oscar at the WrestleMania coming up now, and then the following year you could have done Charlotte versus Rousey in that way, you know. Uh, I think with Oscar, they stopped all her momentum because of Ronda Rousey. I like Rousey there, but there's the way they could have done both. They could have built Oscar to have a meeting with Rousey, and then down the line had Charlotte versus Rousey as well. You know, and then you got two years of planning rather than a year. The reason why WWE have hot-shotted this for is because they don't know how she's going to be around or how long she's going to turn around and go, do you know what? I actually don't like this long-term schedule and all these bumps I'm taking in the ring. I want to go back and do some acting or some MMA. So it's, it's WWE's plan. I would have looked at the long-term plan and used Oscar properly. But I'm at the women's division at the moment, I'm not sure about it. It looks okay on paper, but when you really get down to it, it's not firing at all cylinders. But one match that is should one match that should now bring it round to us. It is the co-main event of the evening. It's the WWE Championship on the line, and it's the champion AJ Styles versus Rusev. And let's have a look at the promo. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what day is today? I am a super athlete. This ridiculous display of power. What day is today? I proclaim today, Rusev Day. How do you stop the Lion of Bulgaria? What day is today? Matchka kick! Accolade! Rusev has a WWE title opportunity! DJ, I'm coming! Because today... I'm breaking the door down to your house! And every day... I'm taking the title! And it's gonna be a great Rusev day! I get down 
championship against a man who is bigger and stronger than me. But what else is new? I kind of like proving people wrong. I get down to business. Having the match in my life is what I do. They don't call me phenomenal for nothing. I get down, get down. This right here is the house that AJ Styles built. I get down to AJ Styles is the WWE champion. AJ Styles, the longest reigning WWE champion in five years. A mastermind of offensive innovation. Rusev is a super athlete. But he's not phenomenal. AJ, I don't care how phenomenal you think you are. You've never faced this Rusev, who for the first time ever has a WWE title opportunity. Styles in English, one-on-one. Obviously, Rusev hoping that Aiden English softens up AJ Styles. Is Aiden English going to tap out to the champion? Yes, he does. Rusev from behind. I'm coming to break down that door. Throw you out on the street. And take that title. I'm coming to destroy the house that AJ Styles built. And it's gonna be a great Rusev day. Happy Rusev Day to you, Dan. Happy RKO Day to you too, James. It's Rusev Day. Come on now. We've just seen the promo. Let's watch the entrances. Rusev. Ha, ha, ha. Dan, 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 dan. Well, it's just like Jinder Mahal did to Randy Orton. I think we're going to see a massive upset here tonight. It's just like Drew McIntyre has never done win a title. What do we win a title? Heavyweight title. Well, yeah, come on then. Get it right, because this is Fruitsev's first WWE Championship opportunity. Uh, Dan, what do you think of the promo? Well, the promo, we saw him beating the awesome Miz to earn himself a title opportunity because the Miz is obviously not awesome enough to defeat Rusev on a, what it, is always known as Rusev Day. It was a multi-man match, to be fair. It weren't just the Miz, was it? So you know. Well, well the Miz tapped like a little bitch when he got caught in the accolade. But we was talking earlier about wrestlers and have they got the look and what it takes to be a heavyweight champion does rusev i think rusev as a face could work really well but he's a heel at the moment isn't he we've seen the sneak attacks that he's done to aj styles recently even though the rusev day is popular i think rusev's definitely got the look and uh, the ability and the other thing that he's got you know that i think is a character wise and a sense of humor i think rusev could be a huge star shocked that aj styles is still WWE champion they said he was the longest W champion in five years. Quite incredible when you think he was going to go to Raw early in the year. <laughs> so what do you think of AJ Styles' WWE title run then? I think it's great. I think it's well-deserved. Uh, you know, it's definitely the reason why they brought him here. He's a phenomenal athlete. He's had some very, very good matches. And, you know, it's who else but Quagmire, uh, but Styles. Yep. So in this one, I have gone for... And uh, no, no hang on a minute. before I say anything, it's seven five at the moment after this. So this is important. You need to draw. So if we've gone the same here, it means I get the pay for you win. I have gone. AJ Styles. 
AJ Styles. Yes, well, you know, it's you need all the victories you can get. So I have gone on Rusev Day for Rusev to get defeated and AJ Styles, AJ Styles. to win. Uh, I think, yeah, Rusev is popular, but I feel that AJ, not bigger fish, fish to fry, but I think he could do more as WWE champion still. I think with Rusev, they're not sure what to do. Yeah, he was popular. Like, three months ago, he was white hot, and now they put him in a W title match, and then they say, well, he's not as popular anymore. There we go. We gave him his chance, and it doesn't really work out like that, does it? But Rusev is ready here. The biggest opportunity. This should be a cracking match. And it means, with that win, that with pay-per-view scores, we go four points all. We are locked in WWE pay-per-view events, the same as we are with TakeOver events now as well. But the one exciting thing, we have got the May Young Classic coming up soon. That will be the bonus points decided. Our next live pay-per-view, we will be live for it. It will be Saturday, August 18th. We'll be there for NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4. And on August 19th, WWE SummerSlam live as well. We're going to have two massive kickoff shows. So that'll be really exciting. That's the next time we've got a WWE pay-per-view. But right now, it's WWE AJ Styles versus Rusev. I mean, keys to victory. What does Rusev have to do if he wants to upset the odds today, Dan? And I'll do AJ. You probably would as well. <clears throat> well, I think Rusev, you know, he needs to kind of rely on what the crowd's bringing into this. He's got Aiden English in his corner, as always. You know, he could bring a distraction to the table and, you know, help cause an upset for Rusev. But, you know, we know Rusev has got brute power and strength as well behind him. And I think with AJ, he's got to use his speed, his quickness, and keep an eye out for Aiden. Because like I said, I think he'll play a vital role in this one. Obviously, Rusev's got the power as he pushes AJ away. AJ drop kicks Rusev down. And now he's working on the leg, and I think that's what he's going to try and do. Put like wrestling a wrestling throw. And Rusev, the Bulgarian brute, catches a kick of AJ. Oh, and just clotheslines him straight down to the mat. So what are your thoughts on Rusev? Do think he's a possible champion? He's certainly got the look. I think, you know, he's... Uh, I, d- I don't know, because if he was a face, it wouldn't work as well having Aiden English in his corner. And, you know, I think Aiden English helps build the character of Rusev. But do we want a popular hill? Do you know what I mean? If the Rusev day gets a good perception and stuff, what, why can't they be like kind of a good guy tag team in a way? You know what I mean? Why possibly do that with Rusev day, the kind of cheers they get? Unless they're going to go for a split and Rusev will go back to his kind of old ways, you know, when he was like supporting Putin and stuff like that. Lana coming out going, you need money, you need money, you double Rusev. Oh my word, that's impressive by Rusev, spinebuster to AJ. But only managing to get another one count. One. Lovely snap suplex by Rusev. Fully in control at the moment. And he's got a spring in his step as well. Seems well, he's going for the heavyweight championship, why wouldn't he? Or the WWE championship as it is. Well, he seems happy with himself at the moment, just taking his time. Well, it's a very strategic beatdown of AJ Styles. It takes a lot to put this, to put Styles down. Well, I think the interesting thing is as well is that AJ's been feuding now with Nakamura these past few months. And to have a completely different individual with Rusev standing in this way, it'll bring different things to the party. Whereas he's used to the Nakamura style and what he could do now. It's something completely different. He's got to learn. 
And Rusev, like I say, has been on a roll these past couple of months, but misses the elbow drop there. But at least AJ Styles' balls will get a break. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Uh, Nakamura's ball busted's moved on elsewhere. AJ catches Rusev with a kick. Oh, but a high back body drop. Has Rusev got a bit of a problem with his quads? That's where AJ's been targeting. Of course, loves to use the calf crusher. And Rusev weakening Styles' lower back. Obviously setting him up for the accolade or the well, matchka kick. Well, these two men have got deadly submission finishers. Well, like I said, don't forget about the matchka kick. And of course, the phenomenal... The phenomenal... <laughs> the phenomenal... The phenomenal forearm. Rusev slams down AJ, going for the cover. But AJ, I think, gets his shoulder up just before two. Before two... <laughs> And he's just picking him up in a giant bear hug, trying to squeeze all the life out of Styles. AJ in serious trouble. I think he's had a bit of a shake, a little bit different. I know I shouldn't really be noticing that right now, but... Who, AJ? Yeah, I think he's got like a little goatee. I don't know how long he's had that. Probably had it for about five months, first time I noticed him. At least he's trying something else, isn't he? The phenomenal one. He says, I do actually... I think AJ looks weird with long hair, and I'm still not used to it. I'm, I'm used to him with... You know, the short crop star. I can't believe AJ Styles has been WWE champion for most of this past two years, if you think about it. That's what's, that's what's crazy for me. With all the talk beforehand, even when Jared was here about how good AJ Styles was, I never really thought he would do this in WWE. You know, it's quite, it's quite phenomenal what's actually done. And to have a Rusev versus AJ Styles match, yes, it's not the main event. But still, I mean, people are moaning a lot about how bad the WWE product is. I mean, for me... Like, even in 2011, 2010. Like, the Nexus weren't good. You know, go back and watch that. That weren't great. And now we're getting talent like Rusev and AJ. And AJ ducking out, kicking him. And Rusev falls all the way to the floor. Right onto those wafer-thin mats. You know, the talent on WWE roster now, for my money, is, is better than it's kind of ever been with the, with the kind of wrestlers that we've got. Even go to NXT with people like Adam Cole. You know, just amazing talent around... <laughs> Are you seriously some sort of cunt? <laughs> just picking that name out of random. I just, you know, with a few talents. Oh, my God. AJ Styles there. Springing over the top rope to the outsides of the ring, hitting a phenomenal forearm, or a forearm at least. I don't know how phenomenal it was. It was a phenomenal forearm to the outside. So is there a stipulation with this match? There is, uh, I think it's just a basic singles match as Rusev pushes AJ Styles into Barry Cade. Trying to get his breath back. Still hobbling around. Rusev's got a lot of trouble in that calf. And the quads. A lovely combination there by AJ Styles with the forearms. Then the kick down. And he flies in with the forearm after bouncing off the ropes. A fat bird in the front row. Now Rusev trying to get to his feet. But backed up into the corner. Styles splash. And he's trying to lift Rusev up onto his shoulders. But Rusev managing to fight out. Well, Rusev must weigh... For what, 325 pounds? At least 560 pounds. Oh, my God. Gets caught there with a scorpion death drop. AJ going for the cover, but Rusev kicking out. Uh. And that's how quick Styles can be. AJ going for the Styles clash, but Rusev powering AJ back into the turnbuckle. Trying to follow up. Styles looking to roll through for the calf crusher, but Rusev holding on to the top rope. And now Rusev catching him. Oh, Placing him up on the top rope. Oh, my word. And then just punching him off of it. Much to Aiden English's delight. Yeah, and AJ's on the apron, gets kicked off. And now Rusev gives him a chance to catch his breath. But high risk, he's not, is he? Trying to get feeling back in the leg, bouncing around. 
Well, we don't see Rusev flying that often, but here he comes. Oh, well, he nearly made it, but he got caught by AJ Styles, who hit him with a big forearm as he was charging out of the ring. <clears throat> and Rusev's down, but not out yet. But AJ's in perfect position here. Well, he is, or he will be when he recovers. And both men trading blows as AJ Styles is in a very precarious position on the outside of the apron. Hits him with like a step up in Zaguri. No super smiley fan in the green t-shirt mm. on the outside. Maybe he's dead. And now AJ going to look for the phenomenal forearm. Springboard. No, he's not. Of course not. Rusev's down. Went in for that 450. Springboard. Rusev moved. Boot to the face. Rusev rolls through. Now can he get the calf crusher locked in? No. Rusev follows it through. Hey. Locks in the... Well, tries to lock in the accolade. Both men countering each other's submissions. Styles grabbing the leg. Rusev kicking him off. And now Styles going back to chop the big tree down. Oh, great reversal there between two submissions. And Rusev kicks AJ as he comes running in. Looking for the uh, running forearm. And now like a kind of downed kick. Rusev's left leg's bothering him. And Aiden English not coming to play into this match yet. What I like about AJ Styles, when he just goes to hit that move, looks like he's going to hit that move. You know, like early with Lashley and Reigns, Reigns wasn't going to hit a move. He just was there waiting for to get hit. And AJ makes the psychology look better. And now he's getting hit. Fall away slam. No. So I was again rolling through looking for that calf crusher. Rusev in a lot of agony with his quads as it is. And he's got it all in now. Far away from the ropes. Rusev struggling. Now Rusev reaching and <laughs> Aiden English trying to pull the rope nearer. And after, you know, a little assist there from Aiden English, he's coming to play now. And AJ realising that as well. Mark Keown saying, look, I didn't see it. And now is AJ going to take his eye off the ball? He doesn't want to. Now English is getting chased around the ring. And now Rusev's recovering. Well, Bulgarian recovers just in time. Belly to belly overhead suplex from Rusev. And AJ landed with a splat. Now Rusev throws him back in. Can he capitalise on this? Mashka kick. Bang. Oh. Hits the mark. One, One, two. two. Oh! AJ Styles just managing to kick out. Oh. And I think that hurt Rusev as much <laughs> as it hurt Styles. Well, Rusev looks like he's crying in pain. He's going to try and fight through it. He gave everything there. Has he got enough in the tank for one more big move? Well, he's saying, all right, one more. One more massacre kick. And the WWE title will come to Bulgaria for the very first time. Trying to stamp some life into his foot. Showing Tuning up. up the band. Yep, show how tough he is. Ah! Styles ducks it, hits a Pele kick. Oh, Rusev. <laughs> oh, will he go down? No, he's down on one knee. He's not sure if he's still in it or not. Wow, he was playing a bit of possum. Hello, possums! Because he catches Styles with a knee to the face and follows up with a kick to the head. Oh! Goes for a cover, but only getting a two count. Two! Rusev rolls through, trying to go for the accolade, but he can't. His left leg's hurting him too much. And I don't think I've ever seen anybody before target a leg, so he can't put the accolade on. He's going to try and fight through the pain. AJ looks out at the moment. He's got half an accolade in. It's only half as painful. Oh, and AJ, though, getting his arms out as Rusev tries to hook him. Means AJ can crawl to the bottom rope. And AJ managing to get to the bottom rope without assistance. Yeah, both men have had the submission. You would say it was Rusev who struggled the most. 
And now Aiden English. Oh, well, he's just ripped the turnbuckle padding off of the turnbuckle. And now AJ Styles is downless. Rusev slowly trying to get to his feet. <laughs> Last chance. Come on. There's going to be a lot of fans celebrate Rusev Day today if he is champion. A big stamp to the back. He's hit some life into his leg. Oh, oh. wow. Rusev head first into the exposed turnbuckle. Thanks to Aiden English. Yeah, AJ. I thought I led him in, ducked out of the way at the last second. Well, he nearly went to the wrong corner. And now Styles. Rusev down. Styles going to try it. Springboard. 450. One, two, three. Oh. Fucking hell. Rusev, Rusev managing to kick out. Ah. Well, Rusev showing his toughness. He's still, he's still in this match. He's out of it, but he's still in this match. <laughs> Rusev Day. Rusev Day. He's got his fans here as well as AJ Styles. Oh, my God. Yes, and AJ Styles looking for the phenomenal forearm. Well, takes out <laughs> Aiden English on his way to the outside of the ring apron. Vicious drop kick there. He's got his right arm loaded up. And he's calling for Rusev to get back up. Look at that look in Styles' eye. Oh. Bang! Straight on the money. One, One two, two, three. And still, WWE champion AJ Styles. Yeah, winning there in, I think, quite a good match, Dan. What are your thoughts on that? I was very impressed. These two guys have got a lot of chemistry. I think Rusev is a great athlete. And one day, I do hope he is WWE or Universal Champion. It is, you know, it's these two guys, they just worked, they clicked, they had a lot of chemistry together. I like the way the left knee of Rusev come into play, you know, he was not only trying to overcome AJ Styles, but he's trying to overcome his injured left knee, which was obviously causing him a lot of pain during the match, and I like that, you know, I like to see things coming into factors like that in matches. Yeah, and I think Rusev played it off really well, I think AJ Styles is such a great talent, you know, he's called a phenomenal one, but... You look at the matches he has consistently, always putting out good matches against everybody, and with someone like Rusev who can have good matches, you know this is a this is definitely a way that they could have a feud over the title. I would definitely see Rusev versus Styles again. Rusev's a bit upset looking at Aiden English and saying, "Look what happened to the top turnbuckle." English apologising. I'm sorry, Rusev. Well, this is it. With accolade, AJ made sure he got out of the way. But, yeah, I think it was great. I would love to see Rusev as champion down the road. And AJ Styles, what is next? Well, I only hope Samoa Joe might be ready for SummerSlam. I would love to see that matchup as we move on here. And we've only got one match left. After that, points-wise, even though I have one, it is 8-6. Don't care, James. Really <laughs> as we move on to the main event. I, every, I need to keep the scores, of course. Well, it is AJ Day. Well, is there a bit of distinction in the Rusev Day household now? Will Lana be getting beaten when Rusev gets home? We just don't know. Oh, look, Ronda Rousey. When she's not getting her fucking self involved in matches that she shouldn't be. And when Jeff Hardy's not getting his balls kicked. On this day! i tell you what, some uh, sad news, injury news. Fandango tweeted, he says, see you guys in six months. 
And this would indicate an injury of some sort. And sure enough, W report today that he's in fact injured and headed for surgery. That's a shame, isn't it? Fandango out for six months. Dan, you must be devastated. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, this, this pay-per-view was definitely missing something. And uh, Fandango and Tyler Breeze dancing around like a pair of cunts would have made it whole. I'm glad you're in such a good mood. Oh, Seth getting interviewed by Charlie Caruso before the match. And, of course, don't forget, Drew McIntyre beat Seth Rollins on Monday Night Raw. Probably the biggest victory of Drew McIntyre's boring career. And Rollins said he's going to be the new Incarnate Champion tonight. I reckon it's going to go four all. And then uh, ninth and deciding pinfall is going to be uh, an interference. Yeah. Time since SummerSlam Night Night 2, the Intercontinental Championship is up for grabs in a main event of a WWE pay-per-view, eh? It was the first time the Intercontinental Championship main event of the WWE pay-per-view since Backlash 2001. This will be the 13th Ironman match in WWE history. So there's my little Ironman facts that I found there. So here we go. And uh, the promo for this. I mean, the the build-up. Let's forget Dolph Ziggler beat Seth Rollins. I mean, Seth Rollins first and foremost. Been on a great run as Intercontinental Champion. Winning at WrestleMania. Been the European Challenge. And have a great match against everybody plus Mojo Rawley. And uh, then coming into Raw a few weeks ago against Ziggler. And shockingly, maybe thanks to Drew McIntyre, Ziggler gets a victory over Seth, becomes the Intercontinental Champion. Of course, McIntyre beating Rollins on Monday Night Raw recently. And Rollins saying that there's three things against him. Ziggler, McIntyre and a clock tonight in the Ironman match. But this should be a really entertaining Intercontinental title match. Uh, Dan, who have you gone for in this one? Well, James, I thought I'd go with my heart, and I put Seth Rollins. But I told you once we'd sealed our envelopes that I did cross out the winner for the Intercontinental Championship, and I went with someone else, and I've gone for the show-off, the Dolph Ziggler. The Dolph Ziggler, Jim Taylor now. Yep, Dolph Ziggler. You've gone for him, and that's why I have also gone... I've also gone Dolph Ziggler. What does it say below Dolph Ziggler there, Dan? Drew McIntyre's a cunt. Drew McIntyre rules. That's what I've written. And he's coming out. He's smirking. See what I did there. McIntyre's smirking as he comes out. No, he's not got a fag in his gob. He's just pleased to be in the corner of the Intercontinental Champion, Dolph Ziggler. And what a team these two make. And I love the colour of uh, Ziggler's trunks here tonight as well. This is a killer tag team. They're going to rule Raw for years to come. Uh, but this is going to be an interesting match. Keys to victory, Dan. What does Rollins have to do if he wants to overcome the odds? He has to be the guy that was the Kingslayer. He has to be the guy that is the former WWE champion. He has to be, you know, the architect. He has to use his brain, try and, you know, put the fact that McIntyre's there to the back of his mind but obviously don't forget about him being there because he's obviously going to play a pivotal part in this match well this is the thing he's out there we know how dangerous Drew McIntyre is but in Ironman matches anybody maybe never seen one before it's very different for the normal match you know it, it depends on these two guys to be fair to Rollins and Ziggler seeing as it's half hour not an hour I've think these two men could go at it for a full half hour. I don't think we're going to see that 
in this match. I think we can see a lot of stalling, maybe quietly early going. I hope they really pick it up as they get to the go home, you know, five or ten minutes to well, go. Well, you're saying that, you know, Dolph Ziggler, we've seen him a fair few times coming in very early in Royal Rumbles, lasting for half hour, maybe 40 minutes. And Seth Rollins, you know, he's had the longest match on WWE history. Yeah, exactly. Well, the match, he had the gauntlet match on Raw. And I, I think it's important to say how great condition Ziggler is as well. And that these two men could go at it. McIntyre standing in front of Ziggler during the introductions. Very intimidating. Goes to the outside. So 30 minutes is. So who knows what can happen. If I was Dolph Ziggler, the strategy I would have is trying to pile on the, the victories and trying to just get an early lead, if you know what I mean. I don't Maybe know why Dolph Ziggler's got evil on the back of his trunks. Because he is evil. He gets two up, you know, and then Rollins has a lot less time to try and get back into this. So, you know, we, we're seeing a completely different Drew McIntyre to the one that we saw in NXT. Which one do you prefer? Do you like him as a as a slow-moving heel, or do you like his, like you know, his grinning face persona? I think he could do both. We talked about flip-flopping earlier. I think McIntyre's a brilliant flip-flopper. I think he's got the potential to be kind of whatever they want Reigns or Lashley to be if he wants him to do that with a hard-hitting style. You talk about how a wrestler should wrestle. We see what McIntyre could do, German suplexing people off the top and the kind of high-flying moves there. Right, well, no, James, or, get his dick out of your mouth for a minute. Which he, one do you prefer? Or he could do the heelish ones. James, to be fair, I like, I like both. I really like both. The heelish McIntyre might have more upside when it comes to main event in pay-per-views down the road just because they like to have the kind of facey all-American type and uh, the foreigner heel. But I think McIntyre can accomplish either. And I love his treatment WWE have given him since coming up on the main roster. Being treated like a true star, you know. And, and I, I mean, that's good. I think with Seth Rollins, they obviously think he's got a huge upside. And I think Ziggler should be very pleased after all the talk about maybe, you know, leaving or whatever. He's finally found his niche. And I think this is a perfect place for Ziggler. A mid-card title like this and having great matches against great competitors. I prefer his facey side from NXT, personally. I think he was great, you know, as a dominating champion that doesn't take no shit, you know, one that doesn't need the shortcuts. Because he, he, you know, a man of his size and stature and dominance, you know, and he's just his overwhelming presence. You know, he doesn't need the lift of, like, you know, doing things underhandedly. Yeah, yeah well, I think you're right, you know, he is fantastic. But we're going to focus on these two guys now. And we're about two two minutes 20 in. And each man just feeling the other one out. A couple of pin attempts. Rollins catching the leg now, Ziggler. Going for a roll-up. Ziggler rolling through. And now Rollins Irish whipping. Sunset flip. Seth Rollins going for a cover. One, two. No, kick out. Oh. Well, the importance of the first fall as well. As Rollins going to go for the cover on Ziggler. To get the first fall and to get the victory, you know, the, the thing is, whoever gets the first pin is going to be controlled the match then because it's the other person who's going to be on the attack. I think Ziggler would love to be working defense most of the time here, and he goes to the outside for a breather. And Rollins there doing a couple of uh, star jumps. Jumping jacks, if you're American. Jumping jack. And now Ziggler's had a word with Drew. Drew's going one side, Ziggler the other. Ziggler trying to get a cheap shot, but Rollins blocks him. Catches him with a chop. Turns him round. Irish whip. Back elbow by Seth. Going for the cover, but Ziggler getting the shoulder up at one. One. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. 
Scoop slam by Rollins. Pin attempt. Only getting a two. Two. Seth just checking the clock, seeing how much time he's got. For him, I guess the clock will be ticking faster and faster. 26 minutes now. Well, there will be a defined winner. Because, you know, if it does stay nil-nil after the half hour, they're going to extra time. So Ziggler's kind of lost his advantage a little bit. You know, like I said, you need uh, the victory. We've seen some yeah. Ironman matches before the champion retains. If it goes to the, the time limit, most famously, like I said, Brett and Michaels back at WrestleMania 12 went sudden death. And Seth's got Ziggler. Hits the buckle bomb. Rolls him up. One, two... Three. Oh. There's 1-0 to Rollins. Well, there we go. Nearly 25 minutes left. Rollins gets the first fall. Five minutes in, rather. Seth seems happy about that. Now, Seth, all he needs to do throughout the rest of the match, go on defence, but I think he's trying to take advantage of it. Well, he's doing England against Croatia. Went 1-0 up in five minutes with a beautiful... Trippier penalty, uh, Trippier free kick. Yeah, let's hope it doesn't finish that way for uh, Seth Rollins. Z- Ziggler is wearing Croatia colours as well, though. He is. Well, red, white and blue for Ziggler. Rolls to the outside. Seth in black and green. It goes 1-0 and then Ziggler wins it in extra time with a beautiful goal. And Seth Rollins there. Diving over the top of Ziggler. Suffocating at the moment. Just don't yep. get intimidated by Drew. Roll- Rollins needs to take, have a really good chance and miss it. Like See, I think I think that Rollins and uh, McIntyre would work brilliantly together. Look at them, look. They look very similar. I it's love like, it. And then the match they had on Raw was great as well. Don't it's get like me wrong. a mini Rollins, uh, a mini McIntyre. Rollins. You can bring out a midget as well, so <laughs> smaller. Let's <laughs> just bring out one of the 205 guys. And Ziggler now beating up on Rollins, thanks to McIntyre's distraction. Ziggler now with a net breaker. Swing a net breaker, hits it. Two. Oh, by only getting a two count. Two. Ziggler now going for the elbow, hits it, but Rollins again, shoulder up at one. One. And Ziggler doesn't want to get too frustrated. There's still a long time left in this one. Ziggler with a suplex, but Rollins lands on his feet. Hits a big chop. Followed up by a big right and another chop. And Ziggler a little bit rocked now. Irish whipped. Rollins drops his head, but he gets caught with a boot to the face. Comes charging at Seth, but he hits a close on and a big back elbow. Irish whipped to the corner. Following up with a bit of a splash. Oh, Ziggler going low, though, taking out the knee of Rollins. And that's good strategy, because that's the injured leg of Rollins. You know, famously had to relinquish the... WWE title due to the injury. Oh, and it looked like Ziggler maybe trying to famous her. Rollins dodge, rolls up Ziggler. Ziggler rolls through. Oh, both men getting a two count. Rollins with a pin attempt. Powers up Ziggler. Going to try and get another buckle bomb. He got the pin with it earlier. Oh, but Ziggler with a backslide. Goes for a roll up. Rollins rolls through. Oh. Hits the stomp. One, two, three. Oh, my Seth God. Rollins, two nil up. At 22 minutes. Well, my God. The time's running out for Dolph Ziggler. But like you said, Ziggler only needs to get two. Two. To make sure this goes, presumably, into sudden death. Now Rollins can get his breath back, and now he can focus on going defence. Well, you've got a score whilst you're on top. 
And that's what Rollins has done here. He started strong. And now we're nearly a third through this match. And Rollins sitting pretty. Don't sit too pretty, though. Oh. He's tuning the band, and here comes McIntyre. Well, the match hasn't restarted yet. Or is this strategy? Well, I think I think Ziggler's going to get disqualified. McIntyre's come back in. The clock is ticking. Beating up Seth Rollins. The referee said, come on now. DQ, one more for Rollins. So Rollins has gone 3-0 up. No, it hasn't been counted. Nine minutes gone. Yeah, it is. It has. McIntyre close up. Well, you want to see McIntyre versus Rollins. You're getting to see it now. McIntyre throws Rollins into the ring, into the barricade, onto the ring, into the barricade. <laughs> throws him back into the ring. Is he going to hit his Claymore kick? Well, he's not finished with him yet. Referee saying, come on now. And this is all just one disqualification at the moment. Even though the clock has been ticking. Oh, McIntyre's been sent out of here. Oh, no. No, come on, ref. Oh, no. The referee saying... McIntyre's got to go. Drew say, all right, all right, that's fair enough. I'll go. Okay, I'm going. Bang. Boom. After the Claymore. <laughs> Drew McIntyre is shining in the W pay-per-view main event. Eh? What, what a great world we live in. Drew going out and he's just saying to Joel, Dolph, I've gone, but I've just beat the shit out of him for you. I lost you a point, but I gained you one back. So runners amounted to nothing and I've got myself kicked out of here. Well, we'll see. Ziggler going for the cover. One, two, three. Gets it. Goes three, one now. So, as I said, <clears throat> he lost Dolph Ziggler a point, but gained him one back and got himself kicked out of here. So, what he's done is effectively null and void. Well, no, because... As well as actually hindering Ziggler by getting himself kicked out of here. Well, no, to be fair, there's still 20 minutes left in this match and just assaulted Rollins. If you think Rollins is going to recover within the next five or ten minutes I think you're wrong I think it's a it's a brilliant move by McIntyre here to do it and Ziggler now get to his feet he wants Rollins to get up super kick to the face Ziggler going for the cover one two three oh it's three two now so that's two pinfalls for the price of one that McIntyre did eight three two Ziggler's looking all right at the moment all right Come down. Saying, you let me go, my man. This is what my man's proven to you. Get McIntyre's dick out your mouth. <laughs> and Ziggler still stalking Seth Rollins. And Ziggler smirks, but Dan doesn't care. And now he's going to go for the super kick. Can he tie it up? Three apiece. Uh, Rollins sidesteps, rolls up Ziggler. Oh, Ziggler managing to kick out. It's a back elbow. Kick out. Oh. <laughs> Now Ziggler throws Rollins into the ring post. My God. Hits a zigzag. Zigzag. 3-3. Three, three. One, two, three. Scores are level. They are indeed. And just like that, Ziggler in the game. We're but not even at half time yet and it's 3 all. This is going to be the most high scoring Ironman match we're going to see in history. And Ziggler now just going to take his time. Ziggler wants Rollins to get back up. Going to go for another zigzag. Rollins pushes him off. Ziggler comes running in with a splash and Rollins managing to dodge out the way. Ziggler hits nothing. Now maybe Seth can recover and get back into this one. Ziggler comes running in again. Rollins gets a boot up. Now Rollins up to the second rope. High scoring Ironman matches. 
Oh, going to go off the second rope. Dodges it, and now it's a sling blade? Swing blade. Swing blade. Swing blade on Ziggler. He's down. High scoring. So, i got to say, Rock Triple H, that was like 5-5, five, five, wasn't it? 6-5. 6-5. Triple H versus Rock. There's also one with the same score. Yeah, Lesnar versus Angle. John Cena versus Randy Orton. Ooh. Rollins clotheslines Ziggler over the top. Yeah, I mean, this is better than the 0-0 Brett and Michaels had. And now Rollins has closed line Ziggler out, trying to get momentum back into it. John Morrison and The Miz drew with Jimmy Wang Yang and Shannon Moore for the WWE Tag Team Championship, one all. <laughs> Rollins went for a suicide dive. Ziggler caught with a forearm, puts a foot on the ropes, and he goes for the cover. He's gone four three up here. So just like that, halfway through is one four ahead. First ever Ironman match. Bret Hart versus Ric Flair. Woo! January the 9th, 1993, for the WWF Championship. Bret Hart won 3 2. Fucking hell. Second, 94, Bret versus Owen. Third, 96. Bret versus Michaels, 96. <coughs> then 2000. And now Ziggler working on the arm of Rollins. Just going to wear him down. We've gone through the halfway point in this match. And you would say Ziggler is in the ascendancy in this one. Ron is trying to get back from the submission. <clears throat> so, okay, what I said wasn't truly correct. I mean, the the impact that Drew McIntyre certainly changed the momentum of the match. It's got Dolph Ziggler, in effect, four points since the beatdown because Seth Rollins hasn't really had much of a look in. Yeah, but you're right. The fact that McIntyre now can't come into play for the rest of the match, for doing that so early now, for halfway still to go, you know, it's going to be a one-on-one encounter. And you would say maybe Rollins has got the best of Ziggler with one fall to go with 40 minutes. It, it, it's, a, it's a weird situation, isn't it? Situation. Yes, it certainly is. And Ziggler now has just got to try and hold on for this, and Rollins is going to do everything in his power, try and get back, but he's going to be suffocated by Dolph. He's still got the sleeper in. Seth cannot move at this moment in time. Every time he tries to fight it, Ziggler blocks him. Goes for the clothesline. Rollins with back suplex. Oh, but Ziggler lands on his feet. Got the sleeper locked in. Well, Ziggler's beaten a lot of people with his sleeper, including the great Carly. And now Rollins is down. He's fighting for his any breath to get back into his body. So what would you do? Would you tap out quickly and uh, try not to get 2-1 down by this point? Or would you uh, try and hold on and not relinquish your point? I think at this moment in time, I would maybe try and fight it. Just because going two points down with... 30 minutes left think to myself I need to get back into this well I need to fight and try and make the scores level at this time well Ziggler was three points down and he's now four three up but so. I don't I don't have Drew McIntyre in my <coughs> corner do I so, Dean you know, Ambrose could come out yeah, Ambrose could help Rollins maybe Roman Reigns in the back why don't you tell him to come down well and Rollins trying to move the leg of Ziggler and trying to get out of this and he is blocking it Rollins back to his feet, and the fans really indifferent. Ziggler's up with Seth, and Ziggler again jumping on the back of Rollins. But Rollins backs him up in the corner, grabs back on, like a pit bull at this moment in time. It's like a rabid wolverine. And Seth, trying to grab the legs of Ziggler, rolls him through, and Ziggler hits his head on the top turnbuckle. There is finally separation, and we've got 12 minutes to go now. And Rollins has been suffocated these past few minutes. Any chance of Ziggler not on his back, not pressing him. But like you said, Rollins has been the longest match in Raw history, so... 
He's got the stamina. Exactly. He's he's got the crowd behind him as well, hopefully. Ziggler back to his feet. Rollins, Rollins closed Ziggler over the top. Eliminates him for the Royal Rumble. Seth going to go flying. Finally getting some momentum back in this match. Takes out Ziggler. Weird looking suicide dive there. But it doesn't matter because Seth rolls him in and Ziggler rolls all the way through on the other side. Well, you know, he's got room to move. But Seth follows him out straight out over the top. Well, straight through the second and top rope. Suicide dive again. Ziggler now gets thrown in. Here comes Seth. Springboard's in. Goes flying over. Can he get the cover? One, two. Oh. Ziggler managing to kick out. Uh, <clears throat> Rollins now maybe trying to ripcord knee. Ziggler blocks it. Runs into a boot though from Rollins. Seth perched on the second rope. Blockbuster. Rolls up Rollins. Uh, rolls up Ziggler too. Oh. No, but Ziggler managing to kick out. Fans are certainly getting behind Seth. Well, we've got 10 minutes to go. The crowd acting a bit weird. They were yes and then. I hope it was for Seth Rollins. He's going up. And Ziggler with a, oh, Ziggler with a drop kick to the head of Rollins. He falls all the way to the outside. And Ziggler saying, I'll take the count out with nine minutes to go and a full up. If Ziggler was to get another victory here, I think that would be it. I think that would be Coitons. But Seth Rollins did get two pinfalls in about eight minutes. But he's running out of time. We've got 8.45 left on the clock. The referee's still counting now. He's up to seven. Nine. Oh, Rollins gets in just before the ten count. Ziggler low's got the DDT. Rollins pushes him off. Super kick to the face. Loading him up. Ripcord knee. Can he capitalise? One, two. Oh. Ziggler just managing to get his shoulder up at two. Two. And Seth staring at the clock. Oh, he's running out of time. Is he going to get froggy? Oh, the fans will pretend it's a Royal Rumble thing. So every time it's three, two, one. Uh, oh, how hilarious. Rollins to the top. They're witnessing a fucking great match oh, up no. here and they're a bunch of cunts. Ziggler cuts him off. Rollins hung up. Rollins down a bit of trouble up top. He's pulling Ziggler up to his level. Who's trying to escape out of the ring, I think. Well, with seven and a half minutes to go, Ziggler just needs to stay out of trouble. But Rollins, like he says, slowly carrying him all the way to the top now. Ziggler with the punches. Rollins in serious trouble now. Rollins fighting back, though. Fight back with everything he's got. Phoenix splash off the top. Well, he's going to have to say it now because we've just come under seven minutes. Ziggler gets head-butted all the way to the canvas. Rollins staring at the clock. This might be his chance. Phoenix splash, frog splash, whatever it is. Maybe a frog splash from there. Ziggler moved out the way. Oh, Ooh, didn't move far <laughs> enough, though. Rollins covered half the ring. Oh, oh but Ziggler still managing to kick out. Uh, well, Ziggler's been beaten three times in this match, but it doesn't look like he's going to be beaten in the next six and a half minutes. You wonder if Seth's going to get frustrated. Rollins does a few things really well, doesn't he? Do you know what I mean? Like, the distance he gets there, just to kind I of... I think he's probably the, my second favourite frog splash after RVB. Yeah. I mean, it's just athleticism that he's actually got. And Ziggler now holding on to that bottom rope. Well, he's using his Royal Rumble strategy there, <laughs> clinging onto the bottom rope, but Rollins, slot, baseball side, come drop kick and just kicks him out of the ring. And now Rollins has got Ziggler. We're nearly five and a half minutes to go. 
Can't believe how quick the clock is ticked down in this one. Rollins now picking up Ziggler. Trying to place him up top. Looking for that superplex Phoenix splash combo. He desperately needs to level it up and maybe even pull out a winner. Now, do you think Zig, uh, do you think Rollins should be trying these moves like that or just going for the basics? Do you know what I mean? Like no, he, go, he should go for what has worked for him in the past. And, you know, a lot has worked for him in the past. And now Ziggler still blocking this. Five minutes to go. Rollins gets blocked up but runs back up. Ooh. Superplex rolls through. Oh, Falcon Arrow. One, two, four. <laughs> Somehow Ziggler managed to shoulder up at two. Two. Well, Ziggler's got tougher as the match has gone along. Rollins can't believe it now, and time is just fading. Oh, Drew McIntyre not. Ziggler's proven these past 20 minutes that he belongs. Well, Rollins has removed his wrist tape. Well, Rollins has got four minutes now to get a fall to hopefully move this into overtime. If he wants an outright victory, two falls in four minutes. And Rollins getting to his feet. Is he going to stomp time? He's taking too long at the moment, tuning up the band. Burning it down. Kick, Kick to, to the, the midsection. midsection. Stomp time, Ziggler oh, moves. Ziggler moves, goes low, hits the leg, roll up from Ziggler. One, two. Oh, oh Rollins managing to kick out. Ah, super, super kick, kick caught by Rollins. Slingshot, roll up. One, two, three. Oh, the move that doesn't work in real life. Rollins got hit. Well, it worked for Rollins. Three minutes to go, and Rollins squares this at four all. Oh. Them cunts fucking still going on with that fucking 3, 2, 1. Ah. I actually want to go and find them and kill them. Well, <laughs> maybe we can. Maybe we can. Ziggler now just knows he's thrown it all away. All that hard work that McIntyre did has just thrown away there. And Rollins shouting at Ziggler. And he's got no McIntyre in his corner to help either. Two and a half <laughs> minutes to go. Ziggler now on the attack. Rollins taking the legs out. Wow, looking for the sharpshooter. Oh, my God. You see him in that for two minutes. He's bound to tap sooner or later. And now Ziggler, now he's got to face a choice where he taps now. to try and get. Can he get back into it in two minutes? If he's a full down, he's going to try and reach the bottom ropes. Two-minute warning. The clock is ticking on this one. Ziggler desperation, and Rollins wants to get the pin. Oh, my God. Got a cross face locked in. Rolls him towards the centre of the ring. And Ziggler's got nowhere to go. Rollins is just clock watching, waiting for him to tap. Oh, did he tap? No, he just got his hand on the mat then. And Ziggler might be passing out in a minute. Still counts as a victory. One minute 30, we're locked at four all. Well, that's not working for him. What's Rollins going to try now? Oh, looking for the stump. Oh, oh! Ziggler rolls out the right way and rolls out the ring. Well, it's the safest place for him at the moment. Minute and ten to go, and Seth's chasing him. Well, Ziggler thinks that four all, he's going to retain his title anyway, so it doesn't matter. Well, Seth ain't going to go down like that. Rolls him back in the ring. And we've got a minute to go, and Ziggler hits the famouser. Goes for the cover. One, One two, two, 
Oh, oh, Rollins just managing to get the shoulder up at two. Two. And Ziggler's now bust. Ziggler's now busted his nose as well. And in this epic intercontinental Iron Man match, we have thirty seconds left. And Ziggler now smirking. No, James, he hasn't got a cigarette in his gob. He's just got a smile on his face because he believes if the score stays as it is, he's going to retain his title. And now he's tuning up the band. He's looking to burn down Seth Rollins. Oh! But Rollins catches him. Hits a stomp. And that's it. Seth Rollins trying to get to the cover. Three, two, one. No, that's it. That's oh. it. Rollins had the pin. But that finishes that. That's four all. And it doesn't look like there's any overtime. So I would say Dolph Ziggler retains the Intercontinental title. And Rollins cannot believe it. Oh, and the referee saying that Dolph Ziggler is still your Intercontinental champion. And Rollins cannot believe how close he was. How long was he? What, five seconds? He was at least seven to eight seconds late. <laughs> it was... So close, and Ziggler is walking out here now. So that means it is 7-9. Yep, 7-9 in predictions. And Seth wins, but I mean, what a performance. That was a bloody good match, that was. Uh, you know, I've... Oh, hang on a minute. Wait a minute. It's Kurt Angle. <laughs> you suck. Well, the WWE Universe don't want to see a tie. That's why there's no ties in the WWE. No, Angle's not wearing a tie. I meant tie people. Oh, right, yes. Well, the fans don't want to see a draw. Oh, oh. my God. Well, Angle announces sudden death overtime. The first pinfall is the win. Ziggler can't believe it. And fans happy. Referee's in. Ring the bell. Well, we might have a new kind of champion here. Rollins is fresh. He's ready for it. Oh, oh McIntyre. McIntyre's up with a distraction. Zigzag. One, two, two three. three. Oh. In of overtime, Ziggler gets the win. Thanks to Drew McIntyre. He got knocked off the apron and Ziggler does win. It's 9-7 and McIntyre got the Intercontinental title. Drapes over Ziggler. My word. Oh, our score's 9-7. 5-4 in overtime. 5-4 in overtime for Rollins versus Ziggler. And with a little assistance from his friend, Seth Rollins falls foul to a zigzag. Yeah, and Ziggler on the shoulders of McIntyre. I mean, what a great match that was between two men for the Intercontinental title. No universal title here, but that's all that matters is these two guys. And Ziggler with the victory... Yeah, under shady circumstances, but he got the job done. I think it was really, really good. I got what a way to end Extreme Rules 2018. But it's not over yet because we've got the post-show. So, yeah, the post-show Extreme Rules. It was hosted by Renee Young and Sam Roberts, obviously on the WWE Network. Guests on tonight's shows will be Carmella and Bobby Lashley. Renee and Sam recap most of tonight's matches as we get right to our first guest. And Bobby Lashley joins the show. Well, Sam talks to Lashley about the people thinking the match was over, but Lashley says, when you're a champion, you overcome. He says, Reigns has never seen anyone like him. He's a different character, a different breed. That's what he was away for 10... That's what... No, that's what he showed Reigns tonight. 
Lashley says, even though he was away for 10 years, that's 10 years of work he's been doing to get himself ready to return to the WWE. He expected Reigns to bring his A game, calling him a champion and a warrior. Also, I asked Lashley about Brock. Lashley said he doesn't know where Brock is, but wherever he comes back, he has someone new to defend the title against. If Brock is ready to come and defend that title, I'm here. Lashley is a fan of Angle's ultimatum for Brock. He says Brock has no excuse for not showing up. Lashley said he wants to beat Brock for the title. He wants both. Notes how he'll post photos of his kids and people will still respond. We want you to fight Brock. Lashley said he's earned his title shot after beating Reigns and views himself as the number one guy. Lashley heads off. And Carmella joins the show. I beat Oscar. I beat Oscar twice. Carmella rushes in laughing and smiling. She also notes that she's beaten Charlotte as well. She wants to play a game. How many times did she win the MITB match? Twice. How many times did she beat Charlotte? Twice. How many times did she beat Oscar? Twice. Carmella says she's on a roll right now. And nothing... Uh, Sam noting these wins have come... Sam noting these wins have come with some help of Ellsworth. Carmella wonders where Peter Rosenberg is at. Rene asks how Ellsworth is doing. Carmella didn't want to talk about him. Well, Carmella goes back to talk about beating Charlotte and Oscar and says Paige must have had a bad hair day because she gave Oscar the top spot for no reason at all. Carmella continues it's not her fault if Oscar gets distracted and loses. She also notes all her haters and trolls, says she sucks, but she doesn't. She says she thinks Sam looks kind of troll. Carmella says she's a champion and walks off. Sam says he's not a troll or a clown. Carmella comes back and plays with his hair and laughs her head off as she exits. Well, Renee talks about Ronda Rousey jumping the barricade and trying to help Nia Jackson a match. Renee says Alexa Bliss is able to find ways out of getting. Renee says Alexa Bliss is able to find ways of getting out of situations without getting hurt too badly. Renee and Sam wonder what's next though after this match. Well, be team join the show and they are beyond pumped to be new tag champions they compliment sam's hair and cheer a bunch more axel hugs sam and they are excited axel says they are the b and a team now axel says there are peaks and valleys in this business and they're on top bo talks about Miz leaving them but they made something out of it renee asks if they're surprised by the success and they say no as the b team are undefeated to celebrate they're going to a water park to get some mild mild buffalo wings more celebrating. Bo goes wild on the table, slides down the front of it and celebrates a bunch more as we fade to black. Wow. So that was the post-show. Nice little wrap-up. But what did we think of the entire pay-per-view? Well, let's go back now then to match one. One. And that was CN versus Sin Cara in the kickoff match. Uh, what were your thoughts on that one, Dan? Um, I thought it was a very quick-paced match, a very good start to the show and... You know, there's. I think there's a bright future to CN. Yeah, I think there's a huge future for CN, especially with Zelina Vega with him. Uh, I think that has all the tools to work. I think it's a nice kickoff. I gave that three and a half out of five, actually. I also gave that three and a half out of five. Uh, another three and a half out of five was New Day versus Sunny, which was next in a tables match. Uh, I thought it could have been a bit longer and on the main card, but I think it was enjoyable. I think the two teams mesh well. I would like to see more of it. What are your thoughts? Yes, I too gave that a three and a half out of five, and I... And I thought, yeah, it was a very good match and definitely should have been longer. Both teams gave it their all. I did like the way it finished as well. You know, uh, I think it's given Sanity a good rub and hopefully they can go to bigger and better things when the time comes. And especially if you add Nikki Cross to that, then Sanity can become a success on SmackDown. Then we started the pay-per-view proper with the Deleter of Wales versus the B team and a shock heard round the world. 
the crowd was quite quiet for it, but I, the match weren't great, but I love the fact Bo Dallas and Kurt Saxon got their moment. You know, they can look back on this in a couple of years and be like, yes. well, at least we got a moment there, you know? Yeah. Um, what, what are your thoughts on it? Um, well, it was a very surprising finish, but a good surprise. I did like the way that Bo Dallas and uh, Bray Wyatt, they, you know, they, came, they had a bit of face-to-face yeah. action, you know, and... I do like to see, you know, even with Kayfabe now quite dead, that, uh, you know, it's, they're still brothers at the end of the day and, you know, they're still going to come to loggerheads. Yeah, and the crowd were quite into that as well, aren't they? Yeah. You know, and, and even though they're quite quiet. I gave that three out of five. Uh, again, I gave that a three and a half out of Ooh, five. Um, and then match four was Constable Corbin versus Finn Balor. Um, I just thought it was a bit silly. Your thoughts on the match? Yes, well, um, my notes exactly are Corbin is shit. <laughs> he is shit. Um, I, I think he's absolutely terrible. It's, um, you know, I just, I just don't really get him. No, I, I, I don't understand what they've done with the whole character, the lone wolf, and now he's Stephanie's lapdog. Um, with Finn Balor as well, he's just taking up time. I think, for me, it took the card down in a way it shouldn't have done. Especially the way Corbin wrestles, it's like any hill character of the past few years always fucking up in the end. For me, that's two and a half out of five. I gave that a three out of five. Then the next match was Oscar versus Carmella. I hated this match. I, they destroyed Oscar. It was all about Ellsworth. It was awful. Yes. Um, I, I just think it is a very terrible treatment of Oscar. I don't think she's deserving of what she's been given, what's been done to her, you know, I, I, I just think they've completely fucked it big time. Mm. Having her losing to Carmella, I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's it's terrible. Uh, I gave that two out of five. I was so disappointed. I gave that two and a half out yeah. of five. Um, I was really upset by that. And then next match, Nakamura versus Jeff for the US title. It lasted all but 60 seconds. Uh, what are your thoughts on that in the course of a turn of, of your man? Well, it was a, a very clever of Nakamura. He's getting really involved into his heel character, hitting the low blow before the match started. And, you know, it was just a King Shasha, and that was it. But, you know, the most notable point of that match was the return of Randy Orton after his uh, leg injury. And, yeah, you know, I do like to see him being a dastardly heel. And, you know, he, as you mentioned previously, you know, you like, you like to see him come back, fuck shit up with no need for explanation. You just know because that is Randy Orton. Yeah, and it opens it up as well. Will he feud with Nakamura? Will it be Jeff Harley down the line? It'd be interesting to see with that. I gave that three and a half out of five just because I like the fact Nakamura got the payoff in the end with a low blow and a Kinshasa. Yes, uh, you know, I, just, I gave that a three. It, I couldn't really score any higher because not a lot more happened during the match. Well, talk about a match that a lot happened in Owens versus Braun Strowman in the cage was next. And that bump, I mean, Kevin Owens needs to get huge respect now. The past two pay-per-views, he's taken sickening bumps off of ladder and now off a cage. He took off the cage tonight was scary as hell. To go back bumping off from that height, you, you're putting your risk in hopefully where you land. You know, and, and this, if you look at the King of England, the, the fall from... Mankind, he kind of went and flipped into it himself, whereas Owens, back to God, just kind of hoping for the best. Um, and for me, I rated, I gave that for just for that bump alone, that's four out of five. I gave that a three and a half out of five. I thought it was a very good match, a very clever end. And is Owens dead? No, well, this is the thing, we don't know. Hopefully, we find out. Talk about someone dead, Kane managed to come out. Kane is Kane! 
with Daniel Bryan versus the Bludgeon Brothers. Um, I know you weren't happy about that. What are your thoughts? It was a well-worked, you know, the the way they done it backstage and, that, you know, bring it out to the match and Kane obviously not 100%. Um, I'm just not too keen on Luke Harper. You know, I think he's a great athlete, but it's just his recovery time. I think that is... I don't know whether the match was too rushed and, you know, they, they didn't have a lot of time to do too much in it. But, yeah, you know, I, I just... I think he certainly needs to work on that. His in-ring ability is great. Yeah. I think, you know, he's a brilliant worker, but it's just his recovery time. I know they're trying to get over his monsters, but, you know, I've seen other legitimate monsters stay down longer after a chokeslam. Yeah. Well, we're going to have more news, hopefully, on Kane's injury and the Extreme Rules fallout will bring you uh, just in a minute. But uh, I gave that a three out of five. I gave that a three out of five also. Yeah, three out of five. Then Reigns versus Lashley. Uh, for me, three and a half out of five. I thought they actually brought it in this match a little bit. The crowd was dead, you know, but I think the crowd was shit all night, and we'll get onto that in the main event. Uh, and I think they both brought it. Lashley getting the win was a surprise again, which was a nice surprise for people who always said, oh, Reigns always wins. And now you've got someone else in Lashley that people can bitch and moan about they don't want him to be a part of. But I think it's the best I've seen Lashley. And granted, I've not... But in WWE, I think that was his, his best match. And I think Reigns is too hard done by by uh, the crowd and some people. But I, I think he, he brought it here tonight. And it shows him why he's so important to WWE in a weird way. Yeah. I, I gave that a three and a half out of five. I thought it wasn't bad. And it was there was actually quite good chemistry. I know there was a couple of little fuck-ups during the match. But, you know, you can overlook them. And a very surprising win. Yeah. Uh, Bliss versus Jax, for me... The two women's matches were the worst matches on the card tonight. Just the way they were booked. We meant to have this women evolution and they were just kind of disjointed horribleness. Well, can I just mention that there was no Flair, Lynch, Bailey or Banks. None of the four women. Yeah, Astrid, none of the four horsewomen. But the way it was booked, the way Oscar was treated against Carmella and the way uh, Jax and Bliss were kind of put in a position where it was like we care more about Rousey being at ringside than anything else. Mickey James and Natalia were not needed there. The weapon shots were awful. Like you said, it was it was. Well, I'll let you say that because what do you want your thoughts on the match? Well, it was like it was read from a script. It's you know they they I, I don't think they're you know too focusing on a women's revolution at this point in time. You know, as I aforementioned, no Flair, Lynch, Bailey, or Banks. I mean, them four women. If you could have had two, you know, you could have had Flair versus Lynch, Bailey versus Banks. Instead of the women's title matches, I'd have been a lot happier. And the hardcore match between Banks and Bailey would have made a whole lot more sense than and anything else going on. And it's the Ronda Rousey revolution at the moment. And, uh, you know, it's, we'll, we'll see where it goes. But we, I think we all know, you know, yeah. with, with Bliss and Rousey. And it's like with SmackDown, they do what they want. Uh, after that, then AJ Styles brought it as WWE Champion. What a great thing, right? What a great idea to have an actual world champion who appears on TV and defends the title, not only just like, you know, every few months, but week in, week out, and has great title defences against people that we want to see, like Rusev. I mean, AJ Styles, it's just a shame he is not 10 years younger. Do you know what I Because mean? we would have this now for the next 20 years or so. It's just a shame. Well, you think if he was about in 2008 in the WWE, he could have had some epic matches against Edge? Yep. That they would have had some fucking amazing chemistry. Yeah, Shawn Michaels as well would have been one of those yeah. guys you could have seen. Uh, a good Undertaker. Oh, fucking hell. Exactly. That kind of big bumping style by uh, style by Styles. 
against yeah. the Undertaker at WrestleMania, you know, something like that. Against even CM Punk and people back in the day yeah. would have been great to see. This is why I hope from this he goes to face people like Samoa Joe, and we get to see the dream matches now. I want to see Bryan versus Styles as well, you know. So, so yeah, just an excellent WWE title match. Great WWE title match there, Rusev and AJ Styles. And Dan, what did you give that match? Uh, AJ Styles, Rusev, I gave that a four out of five. Yeah, I gave that a four out of five as well. I thought it was good chemistry. What were your thoughts? Yeah, um, very well worked for, for both guys. I think they had a lot of great chemistry and uh, I, I think it just went down perfectly. Yeah, it really did, didn't it? And then we move on to the main event Ironman match, Rollins versus Ziggler. Uh, for me, I thought it was a match of the night. Even though the crowd weren't really into it, I think the story they told with Rollins struggling to get the full towards the end and how quick the half hour went for me. I could have seen him do an hour easy. And I think they both could have done an hour easily, couldn't they, Dan? What are your thoughts? Definitely, yeah. I I, I liked it. Well, you know, the, uh, the interference Drew McIntyre as well early on to get himself ejected. I thought that was really well worked, and yeah, you know, I, th- I just think the whole the whole match clicked. Yeah, it's making them all look like stars, you know, giving them a the main event bit, and the way McIntyre's been treated recently as well, winning on Raw, and the way he was, you know, clever kind of monster he was in this match. I think he really shone. I gave that a four and a half out of five. I gave that a four point two five out of five. So was that your match of the night? That was my match of the night. Yeah, yeah, and it was mine. <coughs> it was mine as well. Uh, so, overall ranking of the event, Dan, what do you give out of 10? I gave that a 7.5 out of 10. I think, you know, aside from the last two matches, everything else was, you know, just just above average slash good. There was a couple of uh, letdowns, you know, most notably the women's matches. Um, but, you know, there, there was a, a couple of really good matches as well. You know, namely the last two matches. Styles versus Rusev and Rollins versus Ziggler were great. Yeah, no, I gave that an 8 out of 10. Uh, just because I thought it was a solid pay-per-view. There wasn't any you know, major uh, ramifications for... Major ramifications? Anything that was on the line in the ma- in the event. But I think what we saw, Rusev and AJ, I think they pulled it out. You know, kind of title match definitely did. Uh, I think even Reigns and Lashley, of course, yeah. I was just disappointed about the women in that one. But we've got some uh, fallout from the event now. Yes, uh, the new big dog Bobby Lashley wants to face Brock Lesnar. And we don't know yet if Universal Champion Brock Lesnar will respond to General Manager Kurt Angle's ultimatum. He, he, uh, Kurt Angle's ultimatum that he returns to the WWE and defends his title or loses his belt. But if the Beast Incarnate does respond, he thinks he should be the man to face him. As he explained on WWE Network's Extreme Rules post-show after defeating Roman Reigns on July. Well, Brock has the title. I don't know where Brock is, but when Brock's ready to come back and fight somebody for the title, I'm the man. Of course, he said before he didn't want to come back because Roman and Roman and Roman. But now there's a new big dog and that's me. So if he wants to come back and defend that title, he's somebody else to come back and defend that title with. Somebody that can beat the person he defended the title against last time. So now if Brock is ready to come and defend the title, I am here. And I'm pretty sure Brock is going to show up. I'm pretty sure Brock watched what was going on tonight. Right now, Brock has no excuses for not showing up. I want to beat Brock for the title. Is that the match that you want? Well, Bobby versus Brock. I mean, with Reigns versus Lesnar. 
I think it would now. I think it would be interesting to see what their styles would be and if Lashley would just be suplexed around the ring or that should be given some offense, you know? Right, so we've revealed... WWE have ended up making several significant late changes which changed the whole shape of the pay-per-view. The source first revealed that Hulk Hogan didn't meet with Vince McMahon as that wasn't even at the show. So the two big news stories, Hogan was backstage with all the wrestlers and Vince McMahon wasn't even there. Uh, he had in constant communications with officials, but it was Triple H and Billy Kidman working at the grid position, but Vince still made some changes to the event. Well, the last-minute changes was initially Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns was scheduled to be the main event. However, WWE decided against that based on the fear of how the fans would react. Instead, Ziggler versus Rollins ended up going on last. However, the original plan for the Intercontinental Championship that they was going to open the show and set the tone rather than go on last. That would have been a massive change. And it's been reported that the final, hours of ex- final hour of Extreme Rules was originally scheduled to feature the W Championship match between AJ and Rusev, the Raw Women's Championship match between Bliss and Jax, before Lashley and Reigns would end proceedings. The call was made relatively late to switch the order around and give the Armand match the main event slot, something WWE officials wanted heading into Extreme Rules. In the end, it was a smart move on WWE's part, even if the Pittsburgh crowd wasn't too receptive towards Ziggler and Rollins. Despite the show off and the Kingslayer going at it for more than 30 minutes during their Ironman match, fans on Twitter had blasted the Pittsburgh crowd for the role they played during their title match. As soon as the match between the pair was announced, fans were also claiming that it had potentially been a match of the year, going to receive plenty of time to lay it all out in the ring for 30 minutes. WWE went one better, they sent the match into overtime after the score finished 4-4 once the clock had run out. In the end, Drew McIntyre proved to play a critical role in Ziggler leaving the Pittsburgh with the 5-4 victory along with the Intercontinental Championship. However, fans on Twitter are anything but pleased at the crowd's attempt at hijacking the show. <clears throat> Sadly, they seemed more interested in the cl- clock on the screen than they were in the match itself. Well, what seems to irritate most of the fans online, however, is the fact that the majority of fans also complain that the same big names are featured in the main event matches time and time again. Well, when the WWE listens and gives them what they want, they decide to take over the show themselves rather than focusing on the excellent match two talented stars are putting on. Well, even Bubba Ray Dudley got involved because he says, sounds like the Smarks in Pittsburgh could have used a good ass-kicking tonight. And uh, a few other people said, Pittsburgh, shut up. It's not the Rumble, you're not the Postmania crowd, it's lame. Well, I, like I say, I love wrestling, I hate wrestling fans. Yes, and someone else said, 100% agreed, man. Yet they whine and bitch because we don't have actual wrestling anymore. Ziggler and Rollins have been having great matches lately on Raw. The fans should have known they were going to deliver, but no... Let's shit on this and ruin it for everyone. We beg for wrestlers like Rollins and Ziggler to be given main event slots and then complain that Vince isn't connected when we boo the lights of Vince. Yet we got what we wanted and the crowd still would rather play with a clock and ruin it for everyone else. <clears throat> well, all year rounds, why don't we push Ziggler? Why don't WWE push Rollins? Why is Reigns always main eventing? You get a fantastic main event with your underappreciated favourites, and you ruin it. WWE fans are pathetic. They beg for the IC title match to be the main event, and then proceeded to chant for a clock rather than the match. They beg to go on last. They ruined the show. So much disrespect for the main event. And just a lot, a lot of stuff there. So, you know, like I say, the crowd, when we go to London, I don't want it to be 
we want to support the show. You want to, do you know what I mean? You you add to it. Yeah, you do some funny chants like sing along to the music and stuff, but you don't take away from the in-ring action. So now it's just on to what happened on Raw and SmackDown. So Dan, after a couple of months' time for your Raw review. <laughs> so just be a quick, quick wrap up of what happened, but it's good to be back. Well, Bobby Lashley has to defeat Roman Reigns twice in a row to face Brock Lesnar. That's how they opened it. Um, well, Kurt Angle opened the show by speaking directly to Paul Heyman to determine how they settle the situation. Situation. With the Universal Champion Brock Lesnar, which would lead to the announcement of a short tournament. This week, Reigns and Lashley will set up a rematch of their bout at Extreme Rules. Um... Regardless of how excited fans are for this rematch, it would be a big deal for Lashley to pin Reigns twice in eight days, establishing him once more as a dominant force for the brand. No one would question why the Destroyer was getting a shot so quickly at Raw's world champion after that. And uh, up next is Bobby Roode heading straight down the roster. Roode challenged Dolph Ziggler this week by trying to show he deserved more opportunities than he was getting. However, after tweaking his knee during a contest, he fell to a superkick. As a glorious one stewed over his loss backstage, Mojo Rawley mocked the former United States champion. <laughs> Fuck off. Honestly. Uh, while his match with Ziggler was strong, it was sold as a one-off encounter rather than setting up a feud. This leaves rude in the story with Rawley, which is a huge step... <clears throat> which is a huge step down from where he's expected to be on the main roster. Clearly, the former hype bro has been built as a bigger deal recently, but he's still not around title contention. Rude was a big-time signing for WWE, and he was treated to main event calendar, uh, main event caliber and talent in NXT, similar to Finn Balor on Nakamura. At best, the, X fa- the It Factor will take down Rollie and remain waiting for an opportunity to shine, but just as long as he is used to stepping stone for the hill, finally to move into the spotlight. <coughs> um, Bailey and Sasha Banks continue to run around in circles after a final ultimatum from Kurt Angle. Bailey was forced to team up with Banks again, against Alicia Fox and Dana Brooke with a promise that failure would lead to one of them getting traded to SmackDown Live. <coughs> Bailey was isolated and beaten down. Banks lost it and assaulted both their opponents. This led to referee disqualifying her faces. Later, Bailey asked Banks why she did what she did. Banks made it clear she loved her and always had. It was a surprise turn this rivalry with a boss finally opening up to put a stop to their conflict. And uh, the B-team... Title reign may finally add diversity to the tag team division. In their first night as Raw Tag Team Champions, both Alice and Curtis Axel defended their titles against the Ascension. Despite Conor and Victor giving them a tough bout, the B team emerged victorious with the Revival watching backstage before being challenged to a rematch by, Brat, by Bray and Matt Hardy. Ronda Rousey's road to the top end uh, to the top may end at SummerSlam. Bliss and James came out to gloat over Sunday's controversial victory, but still suspended Rousey, marched down to the ring, threw the crowd and attacked Bliss. Despite cunt's double Corbin telling Angle to wait, the general manager decided to give Rousey a title shot at SummerSlam. WWE logic is really 100% sound, but this was an oddly structured segment with Angle rewarding Rowdy for breaking her suspension and assaulting his brand's champion. It led to what everyone expected, though, with Ronda Rousey versus Bliss at SummerSlam. So Roman Reigns versus Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. Roman Reigns pinned Finn Balor to get the victory. It wasn't a terrible match. It was actually quite a good, well-worked match between the three guys. Uh, we had Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Ziggler defeated Roode quite easily. Bit of a boring match. Tyler Breeze versus Mojo Rawley. 
That was quite a good match, actually. Moments after Mojo Rawley confronted Bobby Roode backstage, the former Hype Bro Battle Tyler Breeze in singles competition. The former Green Bay Fudge Packer I, ran I over Breeze. I hear about fucking Mojo Rawley. Well, Rawley defeated oh, Breeze with a modified Alabama slam. Oh, fucking. Bailey and Banks versus Brooke and Fox. Brooke and Fox defeated Bailey and Banks by defeat. Terrible match. By defeat. <laughs> by defeat, yeah. <laughs> well, it pinned him with defeat. I'll pin him with the hands. <clears throat> with dig hit by DQ. The B team versus Ascension. The B team started successfully and defeated the Ascension. Uh, Alexa Bliss addresses her Extreme Rules victory. Ronda Rousey come down. And uh, and for her terrible wrestling and shitness, she's uh, been awarded a uh, title shot. Uh, Titus World Slide versus the Authors of Pain. Authors of Pain defeated Titus World Slide. Ember Moon versus Sarah Logan. Logan defeated Ember Moon. That's fucked Ember Moon up now. Seth Rollins versus Elias versus Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley defeated Elias and Rollins. Excellent. And on SmackDown. So now it's time after Raw for your... SmackDown Summary! We had Jeff Hardy and Shinzuki fucking Nakamura both promising victory. AJ Styles versus CN. Yeah. AJ Styles defeated CN by submission. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Mandy Rose. Lynch defeated Rose. <laughs> Samoa Joe versus the perfect Tian. Ty yeah. Dillinger. Ty Dillinger lost no. via the Coquina Clutch. Uh, Daniel Bryan crashes the Miz funeral for Team Hell No. Because the Miz is a dickhead. Kofi Kingston versus Eric Young. Young defeated Kingston by pinfall uh, with the wheelbarrow neckbreaker. Quite a good match. Uh, US Championship, Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy. Hardy defeated Nakamura by disqualification. Nakamura retained the US Championship. However, he went for the pin. Orton appeared to pull off Hardy and cause disqualification. He viciously assaulted the charismatic Enigma, even trying to rip his earlobe off before hitting a draping table. Randy Orton just looked lush in that. And that is the end of the SmackDown summary. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are happy online about Orton, Healy ways and trying to rip Harley's uh, ear off. So we'll see what happens on SmackDown with that. And we've got a rumoured SummerSlam card coming up. So, I mean, that is going to be uh, quite exciting. We'll see what AJ Styles does in the, the pay-per-view. And, of course, Dan's favourite, Mojo Rawley. So uh, that's <laughs> it. That's it for today. About Extreme Rules or the fallout from that. Not really, no. No. So that is it. Don't forget you can follow us on Twitter at WW Network Review or at on Twitter at Vince McDan WWE. I'm at G underscore Rollins across the Google platforms WW Network Review on Google Plus. Send us an email to WW Podcast at gmail.com or us on Facebook. Yes, Facebook. You can find our page and give us a like with the WW Network Review Podcast or you can come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, WWE Network Review Podcast. We've got clips on there. Podcasts go at the same time they do on other places, like SoundCloud. Or on your phone. We're also on Speaker Radio. We've got a live weekend coming August 18th, August 19th. Felix Takeover and SummerSlam live shows. Stitch Radio and iTunes. We can download, subscribe, rate and review there. But that is it. Our next episode is the WNR 169, and it's WWE versus WSW. We're looking at WWF in 1990. Until then, I have been James Rollins, and as always, I was joined by... Damn right. Thanks for listening, everybody, and bye. Bye.